Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters and also uh, really weird ways to recast bits, I guess, to recast parts. Um, and I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Luke. I am so excited, episode 101, the conclusion to the two-parter where the Rangers got turned into kids and put in a photo. <laughs> you know, obviously we took a week off last week and just used the buffer because I talked so much about how excited I was L- to do that episode. So naturally, my good friends would have just used the buffer so that I didn't miss out because they love me. Luke, and they and we. Luke, I haven't watched Luke. the episode this weekend I'm good, because of one of my live reactions to it. I can't wait. We're finally getting the conclusion to that two-parter. I'm so excited. <laughs> Luke, Zach, Zach, Luke, Zach, Luke, don't missed, tell him. You... Don't tell him, Okay, Zach, all right, that's fine. Mike, uh, we've got Mike. <laughs> hi, hi, it's Mike. Oh, uh, we've got Greg. I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> it's okay, you did a, you're doing fine. Yeah, we've got uh, our buddy Greg from War and Beast, and also joining us from D-Comedy is Lucas. Everywhere around the world, they're coming to Australia. <laughs> God, okay, so... This week we're going to be talking about the wedding part part one. No, no, Luke, I'm, no we're I'm not sorry. Rangers back in time part two. No, we did it already without you. You were in <laughs> Seattle. Oh, uh, that's a good joke. But again, I know that you're a good <laughs> friend, and you wouldn't make me miss out on the episode that I said was like the one episode that I was most excited to record on this show I, for the entire give... run of the podcast. So I, I know that you wouldn't do that, Luke. If we let you see that episode, you'd be free from the curse. And we can't have that. No, no, okay, that's that's a weird, funny joke, but yeah, so we're doing <laughs> Rangers Back in Time, part two. They Luke, were trapped you... in a photo last week. Uh, okay. Can't wait to see how they get out of this pickle. <laughs> so do you, want me, do you want me to just run run it through for you real quick? Because we did do that already. We, I, I we mean, we're going to recap much. the whole episode, Zach. I know that we're, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're going we're gonna to run the whole thing through. I mean, I don't know about real quick. This show usually runs like two, two and a half hours. Okay, but. so let's let's move on. Uh, hey, Luke, why don't uh. I, uh, this week, why don't I give you an option of uh. talking about things topics? Okay. And you tell me which one you are, <laughs> that, that would be least painful for you to listen to. How uh, about that? Oh, okay. An Occam's razor of choice.
talking about things. We can we can talk about uh we can talk about the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we okay. can talk about the, we can talk about the Easter eggs that are in the movie. Mm-hmm. I got a list of those. Right. We can talk about the new line of of legacy figure toys. Uh-huh. Or we can talk about the dumb things I've done since we talked talked last. Well, you know what? I am so excited to finally do Rangers Back in Time Part 2 that, you know, <laughs> I'll extend you the courtesy. Let's do movie talk. You know, I, let's make an episode where everybody is happy. I get to watch the one episode of Power Rangers I wanted to watch when this podcast started that I made abundantly clear. And certainly my friends would have honored that. So let's talk about the movie, Zach! <laughs> Zach, after we talk about the movie, can we talk about the toys too anyway? Because I kind of want to know about, about that. Let's just talk about the toys. Let's just talk no! about the toys. Let's talk about the Easter eggs! <laughs> I kind of want to hear about the Easter eggs. They're fucking stupid. They're all bad. The, yeah. only, one, the only one I thought was kind of cool is... Are you cool telling me is... something about the Power Rangers movie is bad? <laughs> what a twist! The the only one that I kind of like is that uh there's a um uh there is a scorpion on a rock that is clearly meant to be like the scorpions on the scorpion rock. Sure, yeah. Uh when they go down into the pit. The other ones are all like they're not even good cuz it's all like the toys from the show are in the in the movie. And I'm like that's not an I mean, I guess that's an Easter egg, but it's more just you put a toy there. I mean, that's what an Easter egg is. I know. I mean, I know you guys talked about it in the episode about the movie, but the whole street sign thing, how it's like different cities from Power Rangers. That's I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, I, that's yeah, cool. that was cool. That was a but, nice but Easter egg. Most of the ones that are listed in this this uh, comicbook.com article are literally like, "There's a squatting uh, a, a squatting babu toy in Billy's basement." That's and I'm what like, an Easter egg is. That's fine. I mean, I guess I don't know. I I like I like stuff that like alludes to it and is not just here you go. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's, no, that's a personal preference. Um, let's talk about the toys. I think that's more interesting uh, because one of the things that happens when you have two two separate demographics for something is that you have often two. Ways you're trying to sell them toys, and that's kind of how Power Rangers does it. They have the current line for the current show, and then they have the legacy stuff, which is like, you shouldn't spend this much money on something unless your name is Joel, but you <laughs> will. Uh, and, you know, the the thing is that they've kind of worked through a lot of what you would think of as, like, the classic stuff. They've already made legacy um, Megazords, legacy... Uh, Dragon Dragonzord, like almost all that stuff. Legacy Morphers. So now they're kind of moving on um, into some stuff that's like obvious and then some I'm a little surprised by. The obvious stuff is they're making a Xeonizer, which is the first Morpher after the original Morpher. Sure, yeah. Which is neat. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I think that's a neat little Morpher. So, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. The part that I was surprised by is they're making in the style of their Legacy fig, uh, Legacy action figures which are like 70 or 80 dollar figures i think they're fairly big uh and they're like really well detailed they're making the psycho rangers which they've never done before um the psycho rangers if you're not familiar are like the only well 
one of the only successful, like, well-done teams of evil rangers that ever has been on the show. Yeah, I'd say um, that's probably pretty true. I think you could maybe make a slim argument for the evil ranger for A-Squad and SPD, but Psycho Rangers yeah. are better. They're easily the best. That, and they have their own, it's not like a repainted suit or anything. It's like the, a fully developed, like, suit that, that's just for evil Power yeah. Rangers. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. I, I want to buy one of that. those. It yeah. only took, like, six seasons for us to get a good group of evil Power Rangers. Yeah, you know. Th- Lord well, knows they kept trying the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? If they had made fucking $80 figures of those shitty Dark Rangers, <laughs> yes. I would actually probably buy those because that would be hilarious. That would be funny. I would, I would like you to be able to actually see all the seams on the costume, please, <laughs> if they did that. With costume ripping action. Yes. <laughs> oh, man, did they mispaint? Like, is this face all lopsided on the figure no, by no, mistake? No, nope, no. that's on purpose. <laughs> Show accurate. Show accurate. <laughs> um, and then the other thing that's kind of neat is, so, okay, the movie toys sucked. Right? Like, we can all agree on that. I liked the movie. Those toys are bad. Yeah, yeah I, like how they, I like how they sold a morpher, even though there are no morphers in the movie. That really pissed yeah, me off. Yeah, that's also weird. But the Zords are, like, super low detail. They look like crap. Uh, the only thing that's neat about them is they're fucking huge. They're really big, and I like that part. Yeah, I was in, I was in Walmart last week, actually, and I saw the Tyrannosaurus. They still have one of the Tyrannosaurus swords. And yeah, it does not look great, but it's huge. Yeah. So the good news is they're going to make a legacy Zords in that scale of the original Megazord Zords. So that means that by the time they put them all out, you will be able to make a OG uh, MMPR Megazord that's like, I don't know, two feet tall. Nice. Or, that's pretty cool. Or bigger even. And that's pretty cool. Unfortunately, you have to buy them all at once or all individually, and I bet that'll cost five hundred fucking dollars. So I won't do that, but I'll live vicariously through Joel as he does it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then also, they're releasing a power staff for um, the gold uh, gold ranger from Zio, which is neat. Yeah, I, I um, honestly, I might kind, I, I might pick that up just because that looks so freaking cool. Like, it is neat. I don't have a lot of nostalgia for Zio because, like, as I've said, I'm pretty young in relation to most people who are fans of Power Rangers. But, oh, man, the Gold Zio Ranger just looks – it's so freaking rad. I love it. It's a really cool – I have co- contemplated to the point where I ordered and then later canceled the order of a Gold Ranger helmet and suit. Oh, I really – it's my favorite. Nice. Like, yeah. I really want it. So I might – do that eventually especially if they put the uh, weapon out for it last thing to mention which is not toys per se but i think it's neat so there's that legacy wars power rangers mobile game it's mm-hmm. one of those like gachapon games that it's fine if you like those um but they're adding uh characters from the comic the yeah, current comic that. to it which is neat mm-hmm. uh including that like weird evil tommy that's got the white and green powers uh, and the Black Dragon, who's another villain from that series. Yeah, it's like the evil dragon cool. pretty much. Yeah, like them getting into, um, like, putting that stuff into other parts of the, the, you know, like, family of products, I guess, for lack of a better word, is neat, because most of the time, these sorts of things never show up in anything else. Yeah. Like comics yeah. that are, you know, post- uh, post-canon or whatever. Usually nobody ever talks about that stuff. So it's neat. 
is this Gashapon game? Is that also is that the fighting game also? Yeah, it, yes, it's a different game. Yeah, okay. it, it is a. I mean, it's a fighting game in the way that those mobile fighting games are fighting games. It's hard to. If you've ever, there are, there's one for the Mortal Kombat and, and uh, there's Injustice, a Transformers one and there's a Transformers yeah. one. And I think there's, there's that WWE one, uh, where they're all superheroes for some reason. And it's basically more like a, like rock, paper, scissors style thing, but it looks like the animations are like they're from a fighting game. Yeah. It's pretty. It's just not, you're not, like, doing combos, really. Mm-hmm. You're just tapping a button to do an attack, pretty much. Right. Is yeah. Is that popular? Are they making making money off of that? I, they like, must, I mean, I don't know. They must be doing okay, yeah. I guess. That's a good question. I mean, I if, there's one, if there's one thing we've learned about the Power Rangers franchise, is that they will keep supporting something as long as they can get even the smallest amount of profit from it. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I could not tell you. I know that a lot of those games do very well, but mm-hmm. I don't know if that one does. I'm not sure. It probably has micropayments, too, which is probably helping. Oh, well, fucking yes, of course it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also, that like the biggest reason I never got into it is because they so obviously, like, the classic Green Ranger is the one that costs the most money, like, because that's what people want. Mm-hmm. So... It, it was just too naked for me, I think. Um, but yeah, so that's it. Uh, I don't really have anything else. It, I just thought that was neat. There's some cool stuff coming out if you're into the toys. I wish I had space and or money uh, to buy those things, but I don't. Um, so I'm just going to make Joel do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's move into the episode. Yeah, I've been excited week. to get into it. <sighs> okay, Luke. Yeah. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. but we have to drop the bit at some point dude. <laughs> we no he's not gonna that's the problem <laughs> we did that episode already i'm sorry you were in seattle you had a fun life-changing road trip with some of your best friends i it was enriching and i'm sure that you 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 are a better person for it but we did not wait for you i am sorry <laughs> <laughs> okay, Luke has, Luke has hung up the Skype call, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to get him back in here. We're gonna call him back there. Hey, Luke, you there, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy, it's gonna be okay. Listen, <laughs> do, do you want me to tell you about what happened? No. Okay. Uh-oh. No. Do, do you want me? Okay. Zach, you just... hurt his feelings. I didn't mean to. He didn't tell mm. us not to do it. Mm. No, no, that's right. I guess I just assumed my friends cared about me. Oh no. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what they say about what happens when you assume. Anyway, so this is time. It's time for season two, episode forty-one of the wedding part one. Dark, look, Mike. Dark. Look, I don't mean to. I don't mean to shock you, but like they they <laughs> fixed it, and now they're not children anymore. Oh no, I gathered that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's okay. They solved everything. I and, assumed. And now we can move on with our lives. They sort of overfixed I it. I guess we can. I guess some of us can. <laughs> don't look. You understand that it's still on Netflix, and you could go watch it. No, right? it's ruined now. <laughs> What's the point anymore? <laughs> Luke, if it's any consolation, they will become children again. It's not the last time it's going to happen. 
Well, he, he he doesn't know how to get out of the picture specifically is the problem. Luke, Luke, Luke. Mm. Here, here's nah. the, when we finish all the Power Rangers episodes, we'll go back and do another episode on this on that one. Fuck you. Zach's <laughs> <laughs> only saying that because you know he'll be dead by them. Yeah, I mean, listen, I almost died twice this week, so eventually it's gonna happen, and then you'll be free of me, and you can do whatever the fuck you want. But until then, let's talk about The Wedding, Part 1, Season 2, Episode 41. You can do what you want, I'm loading up Episode 101. Okay, great. (laughs) Cool. You you four can talk about The Wedding, I'm talking about Rangers Back in Time, Part 2. That's great. I'm so glad I was part of this. (laughs) So we open on a professor, Mr. Kaplan? Professor Kaplan. No, Mr. Kaplan. He's the principal. Mr. Kaplan uh, telling everyone in school, by which I mean they're Power Rangers and Balkan Skull, uh, that their Angel Grove High has been chosen to do some kind of exchange speaking program with a high school in Australia. Whereas I opened on the command center where <laughs> oh Alpha's working on the molecular descramblers still. Okay. okay so, cool. so but here's the here's the weird thing about the, the this whole exchange thing. Near as I could tell they're implying that it's just the whole school goes. Yes, yeah. because it's, so I was confused about that because yeah, yeah. we're gonna cut and Balkan Skull are going, and I was like, why the fuck is that happening? I had the exact same reaction. <laughs> like, Mr. Kepler just announces it to the whole class. He's not just like, so we've chosen some students to represent us in Australia. No, it's just, he just announced it. Hey, our whole school has been chosen. So I, I feel like, like the entire student body of Angel Grove is just fucking packing up and going to Sydney, and the entire fucking student body of whatever the school in Sydney is is just packing up and <laughs> going Angel the Grove. The wind blew the picture away, and Kid Bulk and Kid Skull have it now. <laughs> <laughs> so what a Bulk good and- episode of Power Rangers <laughs> that my friends didn't abandon me for! <laughs> <laughs> so, so Bulk actually has a line... Hey, Bulk, mm-hmm. is this train going to take us all the way to Australia? No, Dimwood, the train takes us to the airport. And it's just our luck, too, to get stuck in the same group as the goody-goody-goods. Yeah. We'll ditch them when we get there. Yeah! (laughs) Where he says, like, I can't believe it, our... We got stuck in the same group as yeah. the goody goodies. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think you're right. I think the entire school is Pretty going. Much. Or, like, you could maybe say their whole, like, you know, grade, like, maybe it's just like the sophomores or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, but I sure, can it's see definitely it a being mass like that. transition. Also, could I just bring up real quick? When is the last time we saw Mr. Kaplan? I feel like it's been a grip. It's, oh, no, oh. no. Well, so last episode, actually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, haven't, haven't heard d- that during, one. During yeah. Rangers <laughs> Back in Time Part 2. No. Well, yeah. yeah. What a segue. I'm sure that. I'm sure that Luke will let us know when he sees Mr. Kaplan no, in the previous episode. No, you spoil it now! Screw <laughs> it! I'm turning it off! I don't need to watch anymore! You spoiled it! Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> so, I have another question about how this school trip works. Okay. Which is that we cut to everyone waiting for the bus, and... Well, waiting for the train. Waiting for the waiting train. Waiting for the train, yeah, sorry. Train. And Ernie is explaining to them that the train will take them to the plane... Which will take them to Australia. And he's right. like, okay, bye. And my question is, the fuck does Ernie have to do with any of this? <laughs> he just came to see them uh, off because he cares about his friends a lot and didn't want to miss out on some of their life experiences. 
God damn it. He also asks everybody else to look after Bulk and Skull while they're going. He does say that. I mean, he also, I mean, I would assume he just either volunteered to carry all the people to the train station because they probably needed volunteers if the whole school is migrating, or B, they asked him to give them a ride because I'm assuming the parent, the ranger's parents work all the time, and so they didn't have anyone right. to drive them. Okay, sure. I mean, that makes sense. What I like about this bit is it's it's Ernie wishing the rangers a safe trip and telling them to watch Bulk and Skull, and mm. we cut between different shots of Ernie, the six rangers, and Bulk and Skull, like... Each standing at what seems to be a train station, but the thing is, like, none of them seem to be in the same place. None of them are interacting with each other. True. Yeah. It, like, yeah, it keeps cutting between each group. Oh, that's a good point. There's a yeah. whole lot of this episode that's like, well, see, man, even we are they couldn't really... all be there at the same time. They wanted to make sure that everyone shared in this train scene. So they <laughs> did extra work to ensure that everyone got to participate. <laughs> so, so here's what I'll say about this episode. Um, this was these three episodes were filmed when the cast was in Australia to shoot the film. Yes. So there's some things that happen because of that. For one thing, a lot of this three-parter is them suited mm-hmm. because they could not shoot that much footage while they were in Australia because they had to shoot a movie. Why they couldn't wait I mean, maybe they had some kind of uh, contract with Fox that says, like, you have to deliver this many episodes in this much time. I don't know. Uh, but apparently they could not take a break from shooting the mo- show while they were shooting the movie. They had to do both at the same time. That's so, nuts. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we are going to get a lot of footage of the command center, a lot of footage of the moon. And uh, just spoiler for stuff that's coming up, a lot of footage of suited rangers running around in a haunted theater. Mm-hmm. And that's that's basically it. We get very little actual like uh, fucking Australia shenanigans beyond a yes. montage. We're gonna we're about to get well, to. I, I, it is a hilariously on the nose yeah. montage, though. And that's the thing you didn't even have to even like set up this whole oh they're going to Australia thing. You could have just shot random cityscapes and still called it Angel Grove. No one would have noticed the difference. Like they do that with Japan constantly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. But instead, they're like, no, have them in front of the Sydney Opera House. And yeah, like, they well, literally are like, here's the one thing you know, you fucks. This is Australia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the the Australia montage seems to just be a r- bunch of random shots of, of like a port mm-hmm. I guess like right. there aren't really any other like landmarks that, that I think anyone outside of Australia would recognize I think there was a recreation of the bounty I thought I saw a <laughs> sign that said something about the bounty at one point hmm. well know. see note how when they're in human form they feel the need to explain the weird scenery whereas when they're rangers who cares if the Tokyo Tower is back there it's cause the morphing grid fuck off makes sense to me Luke yeah. so oh, <laughs> Like what? What little guilt I had about you missing last week is suddenly gone. <laughs> oh, Zach, it makes sense to you, huh? 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 Yeah. I'm trying to placate you. <laughs> oh, so it doesn't actually make sense to you. You're just trying to suck up to me because you fucked me. <laughs> so, so I think that the reason that this shot is weird, it. it i.e. like why Ernie isn't there with them and they're cutting back and forth probably has to do with like who was physically present right. when where and when they could get it together and all right. that crap so but so one important thing in this shot well there's one funny thing and one important thing um one funny thing is that skull as bulk if the train is going to take them all the way to australia 
and yes. which I I like the idea of taking a train all the way to Australia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is. Skulls puts the idea in Bulk's head basically that they're going to ditch the Rangers when as soon as they get to Australia, mm-hmm. and like later the opposite's going to happen. Skull's not going to know what to do, and Bulk is going to uh, be like, "Hey, come on, let's ditch him." So I th- I think this kind of further belies our idea that like Skull is just m- masterfully manipulating Bulk mm. because like he puts the idea in Bulk's head that they're that they have a plan, and then like quote unquote forgets about the plan, so right. Bulk can have it himself later. Makes yeah. sense to so me. He, so uh, can we talk about Aisha's hat. dope yes. fucking clothes? Yes, and her hat, because the hat actually yeah. comes back later, and Kim wears it, and then Bulk wants it so bad. I mean, Skull wants it so bad. It's very All strange. of these outfits. All of uh, these yes, outfits, all though. Of these outfits yeah, that's well. kind of true. Everybody's got a great outfit. Tommy has uh, just the ill-fittingest leather jacket. Like... He's his sleeves are rolled up so far. This is like his dad's jacket that he <laughs> borrowed to, to take with him. It does not fit. Aisha has this awesome like red, black, uh, yellow, and green jacket, and then a like a pink derby hat. Kind of. I kind of want to point out Tommy's fucking leather boots to go with the leather jacket. Yes, sure. Like of that's course. a fucking look. Uh, and then, for some reason, Bulk is dressed like a peasant at a Renaissance festival, <laughs> and I don't know why. Yeah, he's rocking the uh, no sleeves. Yeah, yeah. Zach, yes? how could you not notice what's going on with Rocky? He's got I a went- fuck. He's got he's got blue jeans into like a shirt made of blue denim, yeah. and then a red vest over that. Fuck, you're he right. I didn't that notice. Correct. Yes. It's a it's a denim shirt, mm-hmm. which is not a thing I knew existed. <laughs> I knew there were denim jackets. Like, oh my he, god, he, that shirt is incredibly terrible. Yeah, <laughs> Holy he, shit! He's, he put on a fucking Canadian tuxedo, and they're Thank like, oh you. shit, he's got to have red somewhere. I guess just a vest. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Uh, I did not know about the Canadian tuxedo. This oh is, yeah. Uh, is this? A common thing, or is this just one of those weird things that's named something that doesn't have anything to... Like, is Greg, tell me, is this common fashion in Canada? It's not common, no, but I, I've, okay. I've seen it enough times to know what it is. Like, there are certainly people that will do that, but it, it's not common. I've never seen someone in all denim and nothing else. <laughs> so, yeah, the, here's the thing that happens in this episode. Yes. They talk about how it's fine that they're going to Australia because Zed, Zed is, is in the Odin sleep, basically. Yeah, <laughs> Zed is going into the Zed sleep, mm-hmm. and he has to recharge his powers, so there will be no one there to fuck with. So uh, the Rangers are free to go have fun without him. <laughs> yes, without their good friend Zed. Uh, and the best part is that Zed actually looks down and is like... Check on those annoying things one last time. What's this? They're leaving town? Oh, what rotten luck. I should be attacking Angel Grove while they're gone. But the time has come. I must rest and rejuvenate my evil energies. Yes, my liege, the rejuvenation chamber has been prepared. Good. I feel a long nap coming on. And when I awake, fully recharged, those pathetic Power Rangers shall be no match for me. And the universe shall at last be mine. They're leaving. Oh, well. Yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> Good night. Uh, if only I didn't have <laughs> I to do this I wish I could take advantage sleep. of that. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty which I mean it's fucking dumb, but yeah. it's silly at least. We also get another bit of like it's really jarring when the show sometimes remembers that Kimberly is supposed to be like a valley girl. Yeah, I noticed that too. Cuz just out of nowhere she's just like, "Man, I can't wait to go to Australia. I hear all the stores are great. I can't wait to shop, 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 shop. I'm a girl." Mm-hmm. They yeah. hit the shopping thing really fucking hard in they this do. episode also. And Agreed. again, it's it would be fine if it was more consistent. There's nothing wrong with liking to shop whatever, but they don't do that. So it's they, like always... they give her an arbitrary character trait based on what they you know basically just based on her archetype from the beginning of the show. Yeah, because she's supposed to be the girly girl to kind of and in and what was written in all the promotional material. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like for <laughs> the whole business with her being a cheerleader, but never actually being a cheerleader. All that shit. But, like, it just occasionally they'll remember, oh, right, this is supposed to be a thing. So, we cut to uh, Rita in her fun little uh, space garbage can. And I have a couple questions about Mm. what happens. Yep. Because, A, she knows that Zed is going into the Zed sleep somehow. I mean, she could have just been counting the whole time. Maybe that's what the song was. She was like, okay, I have to keep counting so I know when (laughs) Zed is going into a sleep. It's a, it's like 50 100 bottles of slimes and then she and then he's going to sleep. Yeah, okay, fair. Uh the other thing I don't know is that she's like, "Well, this is the perfect time for my plan. Here I come. Can you drive it? And how?" The entire time she's in the space wastebasket as we call it or the space basket is that yes. like she's like, continually makes like jokes about it being like a car. It's like, "Oh, the brakes on these things. Oh, oh how do you steer?" And I was just like this is a strange kind of idea to bring up because the whole point is that Zed banished her to like, I don't know, some other galaxy and like she was never supposed to come back. Wasn't she hooked by a putty into yep. space? Something yeah, but like then that. she fell to Earth somehow. Yeah, and then the ranger oh, yeah. shot her back into space. They with did. A, shoot with her. a rocket? Or did they teleport? No, they no, just held like her up into the air and then like magic happened. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. So, I mean, yes, apparently she can steer it. Maybe, maybe she has like a little bit of magic left and so she's just using like the last of her powers to steal yeah, the wastebasket I was about to say she's a witch <laughs> like- well she is a space witch this is true now we get to Sydney Eric please please <laughs> yes please yes. please put this song in the episode because what the fuck is happening I thought I was watching it's- an episode of Dawson's Creek yeah. Eric, I think you should realize you definitely shouldn't because one of your friends wants you to. <laughs> That's the, that is apparently how this podcast works. We ignore okay. things our friends want. Luke, listen, I'm sorry you weren't here. We had to continue. We've, we're pod cursed, remember? We can't. We have to keep doing the show. I don't want to hear I love it. you. But the, song Zach, the song Zach is referring to is us, this weird like pop tune that just goes over the most contained montage of all time. Like you'd think it'd just be a montage of them like going around the city, but it's really just them in the square overlooking the Sydney Opera House like the yeah, whole time. It's, it's a montage of one location. Exactly. A- and also it's We're on like, our own now. It so doesn't fit. We're on f- our own. Oh, it doesn't fit anything about the show. It doesn't fit the tone. It doesn't fit the rest of the music in the show. It's really bizarre. It's very strange. There is a great shot of Bulk snuggling with a toy kangaroo, which I th- thought was really, really good. I like that part. Yeah, that yes. was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it, really. Like, yep. not that much happens. 
Except for, again, Kimberly is wearing Aisha's hat for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, she looks like Blossom, (laughs) and that's real silly, but... Oh, yeah, and also, um, like, Bulk and Skull take a long time before they decide to actually ditch the Rangers, because yeah. for this whole montage, they just kind of hang out with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They forgot. Also, Tommy is wearing now, because everyone's in new outfits now, Tommy's wearing a green bandana and green pants. So I guess they were like, hey, remind kids he was the Green Ranger. I don't know. And a white shirt. Yeah, the white All shirt. All right. So they, um, we cut back up to, oh, uh, nope. first we go to the command center, yeah. and, uh... Alpha's like, I'm worried about the Rangers. I'm kind of having like a minor panic attack. I'm going to go walk around outside. You can really tell that this comes from, this is stock footage from another episode where stuff was actually happening because Alpha is doing his like worry shimmy and like raising his arms and flailing. And so you could tell this was taken from an episode where he was like, oh no, Rita has trapped the Rangers in the dimension. But really he's just like, I know there's no problem, but I'm like anxious. So I'm going to go have a walk. All right, later Zordon. Yeah. And uh, he he just leaves, yep. which is fine. Uh, Rita off. lands on the moon in her little thing. Uh, and Hold on. then she she says, "I hope I don't land on my head like last time." Which I didn't know, I didn't get if she meant when she landed on Earth or when Zordon initially sealed her away. Because I love the idea of Zordon placing the space dumpster on the moon and then her being upside down, which is great to me. Maybe she was stuck upside down for ten thousand years. A little bit. That would explain so, the headaches. All that blood flow. Oh to my the god, head. that yeah. would explain the headaches. Oh, wow. There you go. Canon explanation for headaches. So Zed is hooked up to this machine that has like some Spencer's gift yeah. stuff attached <laughs> to it. They they like I guess custom made like some kind of coffin for him to lay on, but like they did a bad job because one of his arms is kinda hanging off the side. I think it looks kind of cool. I yeah, don't know. No, it, doesn't look, it doesn't look bad. Also, I love that he's a, he has a silk pillow, which is something we will see later, is that Zed has a oh, big yeah, affinity for silk. Oh, yeah, he has a red silk pillow. Adorable. Yeah, he has a big <laughs> affinity for silk, because you see him later, famously, in the Turbo Power Rangers movie, when Divatox calls Rita, Zed is, has, like, a silk night mask on, which is hilarious. That Wow, Lucas, that's a fucking pull. Hey. <laughs> I mean, okay, fine. Whatever. So, wow, what a fucking... Dorko. Oh. No, I didn't <laughs> say that. Come nerd. I'm going to fucking give you a swirly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say any of those things. So, I'll, anyway. I'll uh, All right, bye. Can you well, believe that? Oh, I'm going to give you a noogie like the last fucking nerd. Can you believe that other nerd thought I was going to wait for him to watch an episode of the show? <laughs> I don't like this new character that Mike is playing. <laughs> oh, I don't think it's a character. I think you're just alienating all your friends one by one. Oh. Uh, so, um... Let's see. Okay, so last thing to note, apparently Zed just doesn't just go to sleep. Yeah, this was a thing for me. What's the hold up, Buckethead? Did you break this thing? No, my lord, the rejuvenator is ready. Soon you will fall into the sleep of oblivion to recharge your powers of evil and destruction. Leave me then, Goldar, and see that I am not disturbed. Sour dreams, my lord. He needs to be, like, attached to this machine to do it. Yeah, well, well, my implication, this is what this read as to me, is I thought, yeah, he was just going to, like, go to sleep, and it was going to be, like, you know, literally the Odin sleep, where he just rests and, like, oh, my evil powers are back. But what this kind of implies is that the fluid that we see going through Zed tubes is his evil power, and so he needs to refill the tubes every hundred years to keep being evil. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, 
So we cut to the Rangers in uh, having brunch in Sydney. They're clearly drinking mimosas. They are all underage. Uh, <laughs> well, the actors aren't. And what? The actors aren't. Uh, well, okay, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, we, they could just be orange juice. In a fancy glass? No yeah, fucking if, way. If it's a fancy restaurant. <laughs> or if they're okay, on the fine. flight on the way to Bel Air. You dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, Zach, Balkans- Zach, I'm I, I, I'm gonna blow your mind. Okay, I want you, I want uh-huh. you to take take a moment, take a moment. Okay, All right, we're gonna we're gonna pause the recording. Go into your kitchen, grab the okay. fanciest glass you own, and any orange juice you might have handy. I don't have any. Okay, well later. <laughs> get, I, I want, okay, later on, later on, I want you to go buy a very nice wine glass, the nicest okay. you, can, you can get, and a carton of orange juice, and then just pour the orange juice into the nice glass, and just see okay. what happens. And then it will have it will have alcohol in it. Why would you think that? Because it's in a, a fancy class. Although, wait, what is the drinking age in Australia? <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> like question. eight. <laughs> yeah, <it> probably <laughs> makes perfect sense. You can uh, you can dr- you can drink as soon as you successfully throw a boomerang. It's eighteen. <laughs> so speaking of, so by the way, in case you. <laughs> In case you fucking forgot they were in Australia, there are just boomerangs sitting on the fucking tables well, no, that they're Skull eating on. That. that was Skulls. He bought that. Oh, okay. Because gotcha. in a previous I, scene, he was like, oh, hey, Bulk, I bet I can hit off Kimberly's hat. So it was, it's his it's Skulls okay. boomerang he bought. I thought they were just like, this is in case you forgot where you were. <laughs> <laughs> it's Australia. But fair point. So Bulk and Skull are being shitty Americans. Uh, give me a burger. Uh... Give me an extra plate. No, wait, no. Scratch the burger. Make it a lobster, mate. One lobster, right. Yeah. Extra fresh. All right, then. G'day. G'day. No, no, g'day. G'day. That's good. G'day. G'day. And they ask this lady, you know, like, I'd like a lobster, mate, or whatever. And... They ask for it extra fresh, which is stupid, mm-hmm. but fine. Uh, I assume they <laughs> wanted a live lobster to pull some kind of prank. Oh, you did? They both like, have like these like shifty, like, oh, yeah, lobster. But, <laughs> but then they're like shocked when, well, okay, we'll skip ahead a second. This lady says, fuck these assholes, and <laughs> comes back with a live lobster and just drops it on their plate. And they have a freak out. So. Well, to be fair, it is a scary looking lobster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. But like, extra fresh is like cartoon code for still alive. Like, that's how right. it works. Yeah. Well, okay. well, and they're also like looking at the menu and like in confusion. They It's like they want to sell you on the idea that Australia is a place with weird food. Yeah, right. Like, like lobster. Whoa. What a weird thing to eat. Also, can we? Lobsters are fucking gross, you guys. Yeah, like, they're really creepy, and I don't like them. I mean, they're literally Why insects are you of so the sea. Fucking terrible! Whoa, <laughs> oh. Jesus, Luke. Do you enjoy lobster? Yeah, I do. Okay do you Do you like eating it? Yes. Do you also enjoy how they look? They're fine. Whatever. Leave them alone. Why do you gotta try to judge everybody? <laughs> okay. 
I'm sorry I judged the lobster. Just judging people and excluding people. That's all you do. That's right. I'm not allowing the lobster on the next episode of this podcast. Sorry. Fuck you, lobster. So we cut to the moon. (laughs) Well, not really. We see uh, Rita land on the moon, and there's like a a flash that everyone sees, and they're like, "Whoa, what was that?" Well, let's let's not ignore like the 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 animated like explosion like of it hitting the moon that they do. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it looks almost like a nuke hitting the moon or something. A little bit, yeah. Although I also this this scene really made me realize how kind of terrible it must be to be a Power Ranger because like they just see like a light flash in the distance and they're like holy crap do you think it's Zed do you think it's Reno like what's going on like just live yeah. in, to live in that constant state of fear like where the, something out of the corner of your eye could be something that's going to try and kill you later must be terrifying and it probably is also that's the other thing unless like, of course you... unless of course it's fit like fifty percent of the time where they're too stupid to recognize that something is obviously 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 going to kill them later. Sure. Um, can we talk about my favorite bit of acting, maybe in the whole show so far? Which is, they, uh, they go, well, Zordon said he'd contact us if there were any problems, so it's probably fine. Um, my, what I'm worried about is how do we get all these souvenirs back? And Rocky suggests a tugboat. Yeah, <laughs> what the? This is so weird. And then Tommy, and then Tommy, who I'm pretty sure is a fucking alien from space, <laughs> reacts in the most bizarre fashion. Bit of a delayed reaction, if he you will. Thinks it's, he thinks it's the funniest thing he's ever heard. Should we be concerned? Well, Zoran said that he'd contact us if there are any problems, right? Hey, the only problem I have is wondering how we're going to get all these souvenirs home. How about a tugboat? <laughs> a tugboat. <laughs> <laughs> what a story, Mark. Maybe those <laughs> are mimosas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, Tommy starts laughing, and then the other Rangers start laughing, and I and I know it's probably like the vibe I'm getting from bad acting, but it really feels like at this point the other Rangers like they know that Rocky is just bad at jokes and one-liners, and they're just <laughs> fucking humoring him at this point. Oh, oh, see, I got it. I got it the other way. I got that. They all knew it was a bad joke, but Tommy laughed, and he's the leader, so, oh, I guess we should laugh at this bad joke, because <laughs> Tommy laughed at it. But, Jesus, it's, I, yeah, that... <laughs> I don't even think it's a bad joke, I just don't think it's a joke. Like, it's Jason just, it's just a thingy, is, dumb thingy stuff. It's, no, it's definitely intended as a joke. Like, it's intended like, as a joke, I'm not saying yeah. that's not true, <laughs> I'm just saying it's not a joke. Jason David Frank is not, not a great actor, but the way he delivers this is just bizarre it's really strange so then the thing with the lobster happens they freak out that they got an extra fresh lobster mm-hmm. um we cut back up to the moon and this blue screen is so good <laughs> slash terrible <laughs> it's um, tiny rita yeah, so Rita comes out of her i was thing ready and- for her to just pop out full size again with no, them forgetting no, that they no. shrunk her <laughs> that is true what? that that would have been some i wouldn't have put it past the show yeah, but no, they didn't forget. Um, so she is tiny and she's walking around the palace. And I mean, they tried at least. It's not just a doll. No, like they blue no. screened okay. her against I, something. I do want to say my favorite part of this, and it's not what you all are probably thinking it is, but my favorite is part it of this. Is that it's a whole, tiny woman? <laughs> yeah. My favorite <laughs> part of this whole scene with Tiny Rita running around is that as she's doing so, her theme music from season one plays, but it's pitched up. That is really? pretty good. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. That's great. 
Um, so she sneaks around the palace and she is looking for somebody who we haven't seen in a while. It's Finster. Yay! This, I, I do. I got to give the show credit. This was smart. This was really smart. Like, hey, we haven't used Finster in a while. What if, like, uh, presumably he's, he's still there? Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Uh, I like. I Finster's really miss clock. Finster, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. It I was like nice Finster. to see him again. Yeah, yeah, he's just sitting in his lab, sulking about how he's been left out of the all of season two. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I've... Zed can make previous monsters again just with the wave of his wand. And I mean, if someone's redundant, you move on without him. Mm-hmm. You know, Luke, he, he's back now, and we're gonna welcome him back into the fold mm-hmm, with the open mm-hmm. arms. Yeah. And also, give him kisses on the cheek. Uh, Zach, and... did you have you guys talked about again? I don't know if this is love episode I haven't listened to yet. But have you guys talked about the annual for the comic where they wrote the backstory of Finster, and it's uh, a freaking amazing. Uh, so no, we haven't. If you have been reading the comic, uh, or haven't. I guess uh, the, they put out an annual that has a backstory for Finster, and it makes him fucking horrifying. Yes, if it's that's awesome. a thing that you wanted, which is kind of a weird direction to go with him, but I like it. So I did guess. I. I, I loved know. it. It was great. Uh, in this, he's goofy, which uh, you know obviously fits the show better. But so Rita. Oh, I also want to mention his clock that has high noon, medium noon, low late noon, noon <laughs> and low noon on it instead of the hours. Um, so he sees Rita and he's like, oh, well, shit. Also, how- here's the thing. That's not the only weird clock in the room. He's got two other clocks that are just upside down. Yeah. 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 That's how, you know, weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird clocks. So um, at this point, he is like, oh, OK, I'll, I'll grow you with this glowy thing. I'll use my spectron reintegrator. Here goes nothing. Nothing's happening! Do something else! Oh, then I'll try setting it for blend. Or maybe it's puree, or maybe it's awesome at once. I don't care what you do! Just hurry up and make me grow! I've never turned it to 11 before. Here goes! Oh, 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 it Yeah, can we talk? Can we can we, can we talk about that for a second? This really threw me off. Like we have never really seen Finster one to like build machines, but like he like I thought for sure there's like little bits, there's little like vials of potion or whatever next to him. I thought for sure he was gonna like pour something on Rita and then she'd grow again or whatever. But he's like, no, let me use my spectronic reanalyzer or something like that. And I was like, what also. The- the wand, her wand can grow things, she and Zed's just, grenades can grow things. She just True. said, make my me grow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> does, exactly. she have, does she have her staff? When she's tiny? I don't, well, she does after she gets big, but I don't know where it came from, so well, maybe, whatever. Well, maybe they just kept it in the castle, and then, like, I don't know, I don't know, whatever. Uh, also, they're still trying to hide her face when she gets big, which is... I get, I get uh, it, I guess, but it means that she has to hug Finster so that we can't see her mm-hmm. face, and that seems a little out of character. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it's like she's trying to placate him for excluding him for so long, but we all know it's an empty gesture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, she what does talk bitch. about how much she missed saying mean things to him. So mm, that's true. <laughs> yeah, she continu- she continually keeps referring to Finster as like a dog. Which has that been brought up before that he's supposed to be? No, a dog? that's new. That's yeah. yeah. Uh, in the in Zhu Ranger, he's a leprechaun. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck with Finster. Well, so he doesn't look like a fucking leprechaun. Let's be real. Yeah. No, she also calls him her little dingbat, which like the ears. That's closer. 
a bat, maybe, but still, no, not really. But like something I do want to say. I think this is the first time we've seen like an actual like recreated American version of Finster's like workshop. I think it's only ever been like Zoo Ranger footage before. Oh, okay, sure, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think I think that's right. probably true. Because even the last time, last time he spoke, which was when Lord Zed took over, he it was just old footage from Zoo Ranger of him going, hmm, "Wasn't one of my monsters, otherwise it would have done better." Oh yeah, that's right. Although speaking okay, so... of although speaking of Zoo Ranger footage, we get some more of it right here, uh, coming up next. Yeah, so uh, she's like, okay, I've got a plan to take back over. And he's like, cool, I got all these monsters. <laughs> she's like, no, it's not always, you can't always solve every problem with monsters, Fenster. I know if you can. If it's just like can. bullshit, I can't. <laughs> 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 um, but uh, she asks for a potion. Uh, and basically, do they say it now? Or yeah, they say, they say it's they a love potion. Yeah. They get around to it in a really weird roundabout way. This this exchange of dialogue between Rita and Finster is really unnatural to fit the the Zhu Ranger footage. Yeah, because now that Rita's back and and Finster is in the scene, they're trying to make use of 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 this scene that we've probably seen before of like you know Bandora and Pleppercon arguing about something or other. Right. Um, so yeah, she asks for, uh, 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 magic potion, love potion. She also says she wants the Power Rangers to be back when she, you know, goes through with her plan. Yeah, this this paints a weird thing that, like, apparently they can only attack Angel Grove when the Power Rangers are there, and they cannot attack the Power Rangers when they are not in Angel Grove. It doesn't really make any sense. They set it up like she wants them to witness her glorious return, kind of, which... Well, she, she says that she wants the defeat of the Power Rangers to be her wedding present to Zed. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, her... Her, her ego is such that that's fine, I guess. I mean, it makes as much sense as anything else she does. Um, so Fenster's like, okay, that makes that's fine. Uh, I'll just use Alpha to lure them. I didn't even know you knew what Alpha was, <laughs> let alone that you know that he's outside the command center, but okay... I was upset that they didn't have Babu make the potion, because that's, like, the one thing he does. It's the one thing he's ever fucking done, is make that punk potion? Yeah, that's a good point. This is not the first time Rita's crew has put a disc in Alpha 5 to make him, like, malfunction. They did that during Green with Evil, remember? That's That's true. That is true, yeah. You'd think they would remove his disk drive, but whatever, it's fine. Swap it with a USB. Put it somewhere other than the small of his back. Put tape over it, (laughs) like anything. Um, Flip it upside down. But what happens is Alpha is out in the desert. Okay, I I can't with this. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. He's like, the desert is so deserty. How about I tap into the morphing grid and make flowers? Okay, so <laughs> I think I've talked about this before on this show, is that even though Alpha is basically like a child and is kind of dumb, he has shown the most competency with the morphing grid and does things with it no one in the history of Power Rangers ever does mm. again. And this is insane. He creates life from the morphing grid. I don't know yeah. how he did it. Not complex life. Not complex life. But still, uh, though. Flowers are pretty complex, my dude. Yeah. Well, Multiple, not like sentient life. Multicellular organisms. Yeah, whatever. But still, I'm just saying, this is crazy. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I don't mean, know why well, this was their thought. I mean, listen, he doesn't create life. He just phases it in because those flowers were there in the morphing grid. Oh, are you saying that maybe oh, he pulled it from the infinite park? 
Did, yeah, a, exactly. did a transplant? Precisely. Hey, Greg, I got that. Don't you son of a bitch. You can't do that. Instead of a transport, yeah, a transplant. Got I it, mean, right. that's what transplant originally means, you guys. That's not a pun. It can that's be just, if you work at it hard enough. That's just a definition of the word transplant. So, literally, the fucking, uh, the putties and Fenster teleport in and just go... Gotcha, and then just shove this <laughs> evil disc in him, and then just teleport away. It's hilarious how easy this is. Yes, like incredibly. <laughs> also, is this a, have we seen Finster on Earth before, or is this the first time he's been to Earth? I don't think so. No, he's I been don't to think Earth so. before. Yeah. Uh, Squad and Babu have. Yeah. I don't remember. I think he's I mean, made it, appearances before when like the whole gang has gone down back in season. Okay, one. Uh, sure. okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah, can true. see that. So well, uh, here's a question: Where did where did Finster get these putties? If they're Zed's putties, I don't know. Where the oh. fuck did he get a compact disc that's got <laughs> evil programs? That's on what it? I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That would have been a really nice chance to use the old putty suits. Like he baked up a couple putties to help him out. Have you not ever burned an evil CD before, Zach? I mean, <laughs> I thought, that, I thought that was just a normal in... part of growing up in the '90s. Was you know everybody's burning these evil CDs? Yeah, you get them from you. You get the files from Evil Napster. Yeah, you, you download <laughs> them from the Evil Net, and you put them on the evil CDs. And good Lars Ulrich tries to stop you from downloading the evil files. Exactly. Uh, there's an alternate universe. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, at this point. Um, yeah, they, they turned Alpha evil. Eve, we'll get there in a second, but evil Alpha's the pretty best great. part of yeah. this episode. He's pretty good. Um, I mean, this- uh, Richard Horvitz has said that like Alpha turning evil was the favorite thing he ever got to do on the show. So, and well, it makes sense because it's they they do some really good things with it. So yeah, uh, we get a like uh, Rita congratulating um, Finster, but then we're straight back to the command center. And Zordon's like, Alpha, I'm detecting unusual behavior. What happened to you outside? Who cares what you are detecting, you big floating head? Just be quiet. I have work to do. What are you doing? What happened? Something's weird with you. What happened to you while you were outside? And he's like, shut up. I don't give a shit. I got work to do. (laughs) And starts poking buttons. Um... He also calls him Baldy, I think, which is fantastic. He's just bad, low-grade insults, but it's fine. It's alpha. Mm -hmm. We cut to uh, back to Sydney, and some lady, like, I don't know who this lady is. I guess she's one of the teachers at the Australian school. Yeah, probably. Um, So she's like, okay, you guys got two hours, and then we're going to meet back here, uh, so don't be late. And she walks out. And she prefaces it as not a lot of time. And I'm thinking two hours is a fair amount of time to go shopping. Two hours, two hours to shop is a lot of shopping. Yeah. Um, there's. Well, again, I mean, it's it's not a lot for Kimberly, as yes. Tommy is very God. quick to point out, because he's kind of a shitty boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, he's like, if you don't stop shopping, you'll take all of Australia home. <laughs> Fuck off, Tommy. But Jesus. Yeah. Although, also, I wanted to say, I don't know if anyone else picked up on this, but we get an incredible nod to continuity in this episode, which is Kimberly says, "I need to buy, I need to buy presents for my mom, my oh, brother, Uncle which Steve. I did, Uncle Steve, and my Uncle Steve, <laughs> the guy who the almost got murdered from, from the yep. first episode, like one of the first season episodes." In season one, doesn't she also mention a brother? Like she I don't does. I've never seen her brother. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I noticed that too. She says she has a brother. She says she has a brother, mm. which I do not recall. But uh, whatever, I can't either. 
Like, do do we ever meet this mysterious like Kimberly brother? Do we ever meet like Bob Hart? Like, <laughs> <laughs> why would his name be Bob? Why would it not be Bob? I don't because it's not a very popular name anymore, despite the fact that it's often used as a common placeholder. Nobody's named Bob. Isn't Come Bob on. Hart the name of like some old TV that's, show? That's Bob that's, Newhart. That's Bob Newhart. Newhart. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bob Newhart, Ironically, yeah. Bob Newhart is the old Bob Hart. Oh, so, fucking well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on though, but Kimberly has like a stepdad, right? Like her parents got uh Yes, her parents separated. broke up. Like so a stepbrother? Maybe, maybe it's like a stepbrother, like he's yeah. a, a he's a new heart, so he's or maybe he's you just know. like maybe he's just older and he's like in college, so we don't <laughs> it see him. It works so much better if I knew who Bob Newhart was first. Yeah, <laughs> so you could make in some jokes about it. Yeah, uh, I don't. In case anyone's un- tell you. in case anyone's wondering, Bob Hart owns a Chevrolet dealership in Cra- Craig County, Oklahoma. So good, okay. excellent. I'm, I'm glad to know that's Power Rangers canon. <laughs> <laughs> so they get contacted by Alpha. Uh, Alpha's like, hey, you guys should get back here. It's really important. Um, oh, and also, meanwhile, like, uh, we get Bulk and Skull actually ditching them for reals this time. Yes. Also, yep. Tommy, uh, I, t- I don't know if anyone else knows this, Tommy looks around before answering the communicator, and, like, people are walking by, but then he still answers it. Yeah, the guy <laughs> like, walks behind then, them. I was like, are, isn't that generally to make sure no one's watching you? We'll talk into your wrist, which no one did in 90, 1990s. He, he just needs to know how many people he has to kill after this to <laughs> keep the silence. To- yeah, Tommy Oliver knows that he should look both ways before crossing the street, but has never really clued into why. I'm supposed to do this I don't have a reason So they teleport and whoops Alpha So this is one of those things where like It happens, it is referenced so infrequently That you forget They're not the Like they don't tell their teleporters Where to teleport them Alpha does right? And I forget that because it doesn't ever come up Uh, Because what happens is They teleport to well, a creepy on. theater. I, yeah, creepy what? theater. But before before we get to that, I'm sorry. Uh, they also say like, "Come on, guys, let's go." We'll morph on the way again. Yeah. For, like again, like is is morphing teleporting or not? Like so early on, I I actually looked at this because I went back a little while ago to watch some of the earlier stuff just out of curiosity. Um and. I mean, they can, they've talked while teleporting before. Yeah, they they more like morphing and teleporting is one thing early on. I feel like they're starting to separate them. Mm-hmm. But uh, wait, no, it's not. They just kind of morph. Listen, we talked about this. Morphing is like an action that gives you a free teleport action. Also, well, okay, yes, yes, they you can do them both at once. Yeah, uh, earlier on, they've started to kind of separate that. But yeah, in this case, they're like, let's morph on the way. So also, Kimberly show- just leaves all of her shopping bags on the ground in Australia. Just like, fuck it, like- I don't need these. <laughs> <laughs> um. So do you see cut- Tommy? Do you see how much I don't need this material shit? <laughs> Do you see, Tommy? Will you stop judging me now? Stop being an asshole. Um, so they're in this weird, creepy theater. We cut to uh, the command center. Alpha's still acting weird. Mm-hmm. Jordan's like, hey, what the fuck's the problem? And he's like... Well, he says, like, 
He says, like, that theater is a vortex, which means their powers won't work there. Yeah, this is another thing I need to talk about. Oh, my God. Okay. So, <laughs> listen, it's kind of been a personal quest of mine to get a definition of the morphing grid going. One, I'm certainly mm-hmm. going to fail. That is actually in canon and not Luke's crazy notion. But, like, <laughs> okay. the, the basic idea behind this is that there are certain places, because Zordon knows about this. This is not some, like, spell Rita has put on the theater or anything. There are just, like, certain places in the world of Power Rangers where your powers do not work. And generally, that's another thing is that they say their powers don't work. And to me, that meant they couldn't morph, but they're, uh, they are morphed inside. And we'll see what that means later. But it's just a crazy notion that, oh, hey, there are some places in this world where your powers don't work. Like that's, I mean, uh, it, it, it would make a lot more sense if it's like your powers are weak here. Yes. But them saying it doesn't work when they're walking around morphed is, it, again, exactly. we've, we discussed this a lot early what are the suits morphing or is it a different thing or yeah. it's kind of confusing? But um, what's also feels like it is, is less confusing and more just a wasted opportunity. Uh, when alpha tells them to go to this old theater, he says that it's a theater in angel Grove, right? Yeah, you, you're okay. establishing that the Rangers are on a trip in Australia and can teleport to anywhere in the world. Why not either a say the theaters in Australia or B say the theater is literally anywhere. Why specify that they're having to come back to Angel Grove for this fucking theater? Well, because True enough. Someone puts the lie to the peace conference shit because they, they could have just teleported home to fight whenever they needed to. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And well, they're already breaking this... that because they're teleporting home from Australia. Also, right. this theater, this theater is hysterically like stereotypically ho- like. Where's mm-hmm. Flabber? Why isn't <laughs> Flabber in this theater? Because hey, it, hey what? Hashtag fuck which, Flabber. <laughs> Which, why is that peace conference still going on? Dude, seriously. When, so I, I skipped ahead to see the first episode where Jason comes back as the Gold Ranger. Mm-hmm. There, He literally is like, I'm sad I had to leave the peace conference early. What are you fucking Wait, are you talking serious? about? They say yes. that? Oh yes. my god. I would, the- if I am being extraordinarily generous, I would say that might last a month. Apparently, it lasts like four fucking years. <laughs> oh my! I, I did not oh, realize God. that he meant they referenced the peace conference again. That's it's the funniest. Wait, okay, bizarre. okay, maybe. Uh, let's the morphing grid around Angel Grove has led to it, it existing in an accelerated state of time. time. Like, dude, okay. dude, yeah. look, look at look. Time is weird enough in Power Rangers. It's you a don't relativity that. thing. So <laughs> only only a few weeks are passing with a peace conference, but. Over at Angel Grove, years are passing. The sad thing is that this would make a lot of sense because of what happens between Lost Galaxy and In Space. <laughs> yeah. So, so I can feel my like, brains going out my ears. <laughs> so Zordon's like, hey, Alpha, what the fuck? Again, what is wrong with you? And Alpha's like kicking the equipment. <laughs> Alpha, tell me what happened to you outside the command center. Perhaps I can help. You must get the Power Rangers out of there. You know the theater is a vortex. The Rangers will have no powers in there. Of course I know. You know what else I know? Working for you was a real drag. In fact, I quit. And while we're on the subject, how come none of this stupid discount equipment ever works? Ah! Ah! See what I mean? This is not at all like you, Alpha. Yeah? Well, this is the new Alpha, big boy. With a new mission to oversee the destruction of the Power Rangers. Zordon's like, this isn't like you. And he's like, this is the new alpha big boy with a new mission. 
to see the destruction of the Power Rangers. <laughs> he also kind of calls out the command center as being bullshit and saying like, man, none of this stuff ever freaking works. Like it sucks yeah, in here. Yeah, that's pretty great. Um, So let's... Zach, I, was, you, I do want to say, you mentioned uh, Flabber when we talked about the Haunted Theater. Uh-huh. Do you think that on some level, the fact that they did an episode like with little kids that turned out pretty well, and then right after that, an episode in a big haunted place that oh, turned out God. pretty well? Was this a backdoor pilot? <laughs> Not a backdoor know. pilot, but do you think on some level like th- that like laid the seed? I don't know. It, well, what's really funny to me is when they're walking around this theater, it's all like, it's creepy, and there's, like, evil clown standees yeah. and stuff. Everything's Dutch angles, yeah. Yeah, and then there's, like, lightning that closes all the doors so they're trapped. And there's, like, this little statue that glows, too, that yeah. does that. Yes, little clown statue. Yeah. I missed the oh part where God. they said this... What's, oh what's my, wrong, Greg? You said little clown statue and flowers like a mix between Jay Leno and Elvis and a clown. <laughs> yeah, he is, <laughs> Holy basically. fuck. Is this <laughs> is this terrifying. where Flabber gets released? Is that what we're saying? Is that by the yep. reaction to your Flabber gets released? I'm just wondering if it was inspiration. Here's a question about this theater. Is it of is it does it seem like a haunted building because it's a vortex in the morphing grid? Or are vortexes in the morphing grid caused by haunted desecrated grounds? I don't know. I just assumed it was abandoned and maybe like because no one's been there in a long time. The morphing grid doesn't reach I mean, it or I, something. I, 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 I would know. assume that it's probably the former. That like because it's a vortex, there's always lightning and it always looks creepy. Like I guess I don't know. But that's uh, so why would, would they build a theater there? Why, so why uh, would? What if it's part of like the the ruined landscape of post-apocalyptic United States of America, like we've suggested? <laughs> well, but they say it's in Angel Grove, which like that I missed. That Maybe part. the outskirts. And when all this sh- the doors are slamming shut and there's literally just a regular ass exit sign, I was like, "Wait, hold on a second, what?" Yeah, that's because I thing. thought it was <laughs> human beings built this theater, and it's some magical mystical vortex thing. It yeah, doesn't it's make a, any sense. it's a just a theater. It's not like a magic. I mean, I guess it's magic. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know why sense. they picked a theater anyway, because you know where 90% of Power Ranger stuff happens? A gorge or a canyon or a mine or any I, open yeah, area. And that they, would have worked just as well for this location. They must have just thought that they needed to do something different for this because it's like a big deal in the canyon. You know what? I appreciate I that. Yeah, but so, I, mean, yeah not... I like it too. It's just it doesn't make a ton of sense, like. In and also Let's considering, do... also considering, sorry, give me the break in a second. Also considering ah. the fact that like, our Power Rangers has seventeen different dimensions that you could be transported to. Oh they right, yeah. they could have just said like, oh, we're actually going to transport them to this evil dimension where they can't use their powers, and everyone would have been like, don't you got me, hundred percent. I'm on top. Yeah, of that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Okay. Hey, it's Tom Harrison from the Shuffle Quest Podcast here. Do you want to listen to an actual play RPG campaign podcast where a trio of dopes fly around the multiverse and Olmec Stonehead having adventures in a just a whole bunch of different fictional universes like like Men in Black World and stuff? Well, if you do, that's a pretty niche desire, but hey, lucky you, because that's the premise of my podcast, Shuffle Quest. It's goofy as heck and a hilarious good time. Come give it a listen wherever podcasts are found or at shufflequest.libsyn.com. Hello. 
Welcome to Hi. Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of fully grown adults watch a show about teens in the tightly colored clothes. This week we're doing episode 102, The Wedding Part 2. <laughs> so the Rangers are stuck in that theater that we talked about them being stuck in, and they're fighting all the monsters, and they, they're having a hard time with it, but they manage to fend them off long enough to escape. And meanwhile, Rita's given Zed the potion, and he wakes up, and he's like, Oh my gosh, Rita, you're beautiful, let's get married! And she's like, Okay! And then I didn't watch far enough ahead, because I assumed I'd be cutting up from this bit at some point. <laughs> you know what? I wish... We should just do our episodes like that. It would take 30 seconds to do the entire episode instead of the fucking way we do this. So, uh, anyway, so Greg, you, you discovered something during the break, huh? Yeah, I did. Um... I decided we were talking about Big Bad Beetleborg, so it got my mind going, and I actually looked it up. This episode aired in February of 95, and Big Bad Beetleborgs premiered in September of 96, so there's certainly a case to be made that there was enough time that passed that there could have been some inspiration from this episode to develop something and have a show made in time. I mean, I think it would be pretty funny if that sparked something in in Haim Saban, but I don't think, like, it's not that direct, but it is funny that it's that specific, so mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I also discovered something during the break, which was I looked up a picture of Flabber, and he's horrifying. Yeah, you hadn't seen Flabber before. Don't I, do I, that. I knew him only by <laughs> reputation via the bonus episodes. I did not know what he actually looked like, and he's... my god, I'm never going to be the same. It's so bad. I will say this about Big Bad Beetleborgs. Um, for a kid's show, like, everything that isn't Flabber is actually pretty good. Like, the other monsters are kind of fun. Yeah, and, they're pretty like, good. Yeah, and, like, the, the, the kid actors do a decent job. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a good, like, dumb action show for kids. But then Flabber shows up. And he's the worst. <laughs> and then Flabber happens, and it's well, ruined. How, well, how much is he? How much is he in Big Bad Beetleborgs? Like he oh. is the Zordon equivalent <laughs> for the show. He's there yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. okay. Because yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it might have been like you know I don't know if anyone here has watched Dino Charge, but in that they have Keeper is like their Zordon, and he's kind of not great. Man, but he only yeah. shows up. But he only shows up like at the end of some episodes. Like he's not around all the time. And I thought I was like, that's a good balance. I could live with that. But if he's in like every goddamn episode, it, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> okay. What? I, you turn into Randy Jackson at the end there for a second. <laughs> I, Emma says that all the time, and it's come. I picked it up. Okay, great. Well, so we cut back to okay. So they get locked in this this fucking magic theater that's not well, magic they, or they whatever. They don't get locked in the theater. The entire rest of this episode, except for the very end, is then just going like, "Should we leave?" It's like, "Well, Alpha said to stay, so let's stay." <laughs> that's the rest of this episode for them. That's okay. That's true. Even though Alpha did sound kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I love how fucking flimsy Alpha's ruse is. He's just like, yeah. Rangers, you, you need to go to the, the, this whole old haunted theater. I'll explain later. Just go there and wait for me. And the Rangers sit there for at least an hour before anything happens. Yeah, and then even at, at one point, Aisha's like, I think we should just start staying put. And I was like, all you've done is stay put. You've just gone through the theater. At this point, I'd be like, I think we should just leave. Like, nothing's going to happen. I'm now realizing that those doors slam and they never check to see if they're locked once. <laughs> they're just like, well, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, now we cut up to the, to the moon. <laughs> we cut up to the moon. And Rita's actress has this, like, 
Okay, so they they do like they're trying to do like a makeover, but like make it all weird and and moon magicy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Although 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 Rita's still using like cucumbers for her eyes, which I think is a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've got her face covered in this paste, and then Finster's like, "Don't worry, uh, my queen. This is this is my patented potion that'll make you all young and beautiful." And she's like, "Well, it better." Here you are, evil one. Are you sure this is going to make me beautiful and young? Oh yes, this is my special moon mud. Trust me, Lord Zed will flip his galactic cookies when he gets a look at you. Ah, time to wash it off. This better work, Finster! And this actress dips her face in this, like, murky, like, I, I, well, here's the thing. It's like there's, like, some steam coming out of it. I don't know if there's actually any liquid in there. I would say maybe some dry ice in the bottom of the bowl. Yeah, sure, that's yeah. what I was looking for. It was like dry ice. I couldn't remember that word. Um, but she puts her face in, and they add like a sizzle sound effect. Yeah. Finster, you did it! I don't look a day over 11,000! I'm beautiful! Told you you could trust me, my queen. <laughs> Which implies that her face is burning off, I guess, or what? Like, it's creepy. But yeah, this is the, as I alluded to at the beginning of the episode, this is the way that they justified switching the actress from the original Japanese actress to the lady who will be Rita for the rest of the show. They keep Barbara Goodson as the as the voice actress, though, I was going to ask. Yeah. If it, yeah. No, it's still Barbara Goodson. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I believe. Which, the, I believe the actress's name is Carla Perez. I am not sure if that's right. Yes, that's right. Yep, that's right. And, and we'll we'll have to do an actress spotlight on her. But yeah, yeah you can do that now. What's weird is that <laughs> that means that where before Barbara Goodson was trying to match the voice, the mouth movements of a Japanese actress. She's now matching the voice movements or uh, the lip movements of an English actress who presumably is saying the same lines and then yeah. like they're redubbing it afterwards or it's, what? I'm not sure. It's a little yeah. ru- it's a little rough here because like you can tell this is the first like, time they've done it. But I think it I think if we keep watching, it gets a little bit better as it goes on. The same. It's just it's very funny to me yeah, because yeah. it's the only like. Why would her voice not change, but her face would? I, I mean, it's fine. It's just, why did they... I don't get it. I don't get why they kept it. They must have really liked her as Rita, I guess. I, mean, I don't know. The voice with Rita is kind of the best part, at least early yeah, totally. on. Yeah, totally. I agree. It's just weird to me that they would bother. Like, especially knowing how cheap Haim is. Like, wouldn't you only want to pay one person? Yeah, it's I, definitely it's weird, weird that, they would, that they specifically would bother and not, like, anyone else who's making a show being like, well, we can't really explain her voice changing, I guess. I don't know. But, like, you're right. I could totally see Power Rangers being like, this is just what she sounds like now. Who cares? Well, fuck it. They changed the actress. Who gives a shit? That's just change the voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I weird. It. I, I mean, I'm glad. On some level, they realize that Rita's voice is a big part of what kids liked about her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad they did it. So, yes. Could be the same line of thinking that they had back when they were like, well, we can't change the suits. So maybe they just were afraid if they changed Rita yeah, too much. Yeah, I mean, they are that- terrified. They have no fucking idea why this show is successful, and they're terrified of changing anything. That's, yeah, that's pretty true. Oh, that's God. That's like the entire reason why they didn't change the suits. 
Oh god, I'm sorry. I just caught something. When we get when we get the close-up shot of the mirror with Rita going, "I'm beautiful." We actually get a close view on Finster. And here's the thing. Because he's only ever been in like Zoo Ranger footage up until this point, we haven't gotten like a decent look at Finster before because the footage has always been blurry and maybe maybe you guys have noticed this before and I haven't, but like he's got like leaves coming out of his nose. Yeah, he actually has hand. leaves coming out of his hands as well. Yeah. I don't like, know. I think he's supposed That's- to I think That's he's supposed to be made thing. of wood. Yeah, like, I don't know. It kind of looks like he's made of wood. He's like reverse <laughs> Pinocchio or I, something. I think it's just meant to be like the leprechaun thing because, you know, leprechauns are kind of like nature spirits, question mark? I don't know. Are they? I don't know shit about leprechauns. Neither so. do I. I don't know, but I know they like live in forests, I guess. I don't know. Wait, uh, have you done that leprechaun basketball episode yet? No, we haven't Lucas? done. No, we haven't okay. done uh, Luck of the Irish yet. <laughs> We'll God, why do I know that exists? Because <laughs> it was a meme. That well, what? yeah, it was a meme. Like, don't. Oh, don't was it? I didn't yeah. know that. Gotcha. Oh, okay. you didn't know that. But in that, if I remember correctly, the entirety of the Leprechaun mythos is just like we have pots of gold, and if someone takes our gold, we stop looking relatively human, and so that's why the mom turns all tiny. Which now that I think about it, Mike, you need to guest on that episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, uh, so Rita is psyched that she looks young now. She says she looks uh, not a day over eleven thousand, which I thought yes. was a good line. Uh, which implies to me that she aged while she was in that thing, which sucks. That's a bummer. That's actually <laughs> interesting. That's an interesting thought that like she, this is how she looked before she got put in the space dumpster. That's a interesting. Yeah. Cause she wasn't in suspended animation. She's just in a bucket. Like, I mean, she, well, which oh. sucks. Oh wait, do you mean, wait, do you mean in the wastebasket or in the space dumpster? Space well, dumpster. I'm going to assume yeah. that the space dumpster was the same. Like, why would that have done... Yeah, she was I- in there for 10,000 years. Well, I, hmm. so, yeah. I think there were references to her being irritated with um, dur- the other characters during that, too, right? Like, I don't yeah, think maybe. she was frozen. I think she was just stuck in a fucking box for 10,000 well, years. Well, even if she wasn't frozen, that doesn't mean she necessarily aged. It could have just been, like, time didn't move inside the box. Okay. But but then again, no, you're right. It could have been she aged inside the dumpster, and so this is how she looked like before she got put away in there, which would be kind of an interesting thought. Because you know, oh, that actually explains like in the Finster comic we were talking about earlier. You don't they don't actually show Rita's face, and I was like, I wonder why they're not showing her face. And it's probably because they're implying that she looked different at different, that time. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Yep. Uh, so yeah, she gets the the power the love potion. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, like you said, Lucas, they're just like, okay, let's stay here. (laughs) (laughs) Not try to leave, because Alpha said so. Come in, Alpha. Alpha. Alpha, do you read me? Come in. It's no use, Tommy. Yeah, you've been at it for a long time. Something must have happened to Alpha. So what do you think we should do? Alpha told us to stay put. He must have had a reason. Okay, we'll give it a little longer. Right. All right. There's, there's something that feels very real about this scene if we're still, like, operating under the assumption that mentally the Rangers are basically grade schoolers. Like, just this debate of, like, well, we're not supposed to go anywhere, but also we've been here a long time and no one's come back for us. Like, should we go? Should we go? I don't know. 
they, they even recognize that Alpha's been acting weird, and they're like, well, we should probably still listen to him anyway. <laughs> Which, I mean, I get it. You don't really have any reason not to trust Alpha. Hey, but guys, like, <laughs> the Power Rangers are bad superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're not very good at it. It's kind of a bummer. I would actually, if I remember correctly, when I was a kid, I remember getting really upset when people would call the Power Rangers superheroes. Because, like, they're not superheroes. They're Power Rangers. It's a different thing, even though it's exactly... They're totally fucking superheroes. Yeah, hey, I was, like, 10. What do you want from me? No, that's fine. I mean, I I totally get, like, people thought of them as, like, a different thing. Yeah, because I think, to me, like, when I would think superheroes, I was thinking, like, Spider-Man and Superman are superheroes. Sure. And then, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers are, like, different things from that. Which now, I can would be you say that Ninja Turtles are superheroes? That I could see an argument for not so much. I think in some interpretations, they're more superheroes than others. I mean, they're trying to save New York from, like, an evil ninja clan most of the time, or this other mutants. true, yes. So I think okay. they're in like, a way. If there was an alternate universe, like, where the Ninja Turtles were just part of, like, say, the Marvel or DC universe, and someone called them superheroes, we wouldn't blink. That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's fair. Now that I think about it, there's an episode that Michelangelo talks about where he wishes he was a superhero, and mm-hmm, then he gets transported was- to a universe. Yeah, Mikey is way into comic books and stuff. Yeah, and all so does. I don't think they actually consider themselves like to be they don't, superheroes. Yeah. They do wear masks, though. It's that not like true. hiding well, their identities. They yeah. also very well. they also exist in a world where like the only other sorts of vigilantes running around is like a hockey man mm-hmm. and <laughs> like a a gecko with a skateboard. I think. Well, it's again, his, Ma- his name is oh, Mondo Gecko. Thank well, you. Bug Man. Yep. <laughs> but again, that but right. that de- that depends on the version you're looking at. Because if I don't know if anyone here has watched like the 2000s version that I watched when I was younger, but there is like a team of superheroes that Michelangelo joins yeah, at one point. I remember that. Yeah. All right. So let's let's move on from Ninja yeah, Turtle right. talk. That's fine. Uh, so. So this happens, and it's pretty good. Yes. Uh, Alpha is like, well, my evil plan is happening, but I'm bored, so I'm I'm going to invent Snapchat and work through all the filters. (laughs) See? Alpha, the Rangers don't know their powers won't work in that theater. You must stop this foolishness. No way, Egghead. I'm just getting started fooling with you. What are you doing? Stop this mischief at once. What a difference. You're a brand new head. Now, let's see what a little color will do for you. This is no time for fun and games, Alpha. Get these flowers off me. How about a little hair? (laughs) Obviously, you malfunction. You need help, Alpha. Hmm, Something is still missing. I know. How about some glasses? (laughs) Alpha, you must reprogram yourself and bring the rangers back. And spoil the party? No way, Jose. Yeah, so basically, he... what's, What's that toy with the, like, magnetic shavings... Like uh, Wooly Willy, yeah, 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 yeah it's Wooly sure. Willy, something like that. He Wooly Willy's, yeah, he Wooly Willy's Zordon. He puts a fucking mustache on him and a goofy crown. hair, like, like yeah, like a uh, a headband of color, like uh, a flowers, like a hippie. <laughs> He's like Alpha, take these flowers off of me. Yeah, and then like librarian glasses. Yeah, and my favorite is obviously you've malfunctioned. Yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> He put Which some glasses I, on him. I, yeah, I know, I'm, I know I'm in no position to demand anything because this isn't my show. But can I please get a promise that that picture of Zoran is the as uh, the episode art? Because I it's don't incredible. know what else it would be. There's yeah. there's a lot here. Uh, what I love during this scene is Alpha's like evil cackling I I eyes. He's like yeah yeah It's really good. It's good. Though. I can see why Richard Horowitz had a good time with this. 
So we cut back up to the moon and Rita is like peering through a hole in the wall at Zed sleeping. And there's a good line. Yeah, there's a good line where she's like, oh, fuck, I got to wake up to that next every morning. Great. Awesome. Um, Well, sacrifices to take over the universe. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. How'd you like to wake up to that every morning? Oh, well, we all have to make sacrifices sometimes. (laughs) Thanks to this little potion, when you awake, you will love me madly. Sleep well, Zed, or I shall have my revenge upon you and the rest of the world. <laughs> but so there's there's a couple things about this. For one thing, uh, so she's going to trick Zed into falling in love with her and marrying her. And like she says that the plan for this is it's going to be a stepping stone where she's just going to be in charge from now on. And she's just going to take over the Empire in his stead, I guess, like make him subservient to her. That kind of doesn't happen. Yeah, she also explicitly says, like, I'm not really in love with him, but, like, later in the series... Like, it's entirely... I think the the implication is that, like, her original plan was, I'm gonna trick Zed into marrying me, and then I because he's magically in love with me, uh, I'm gonna just do whatever as being in charge of the Empire. But what kind of happens is that she actually falls in love with Zed, and Zed actually falls in love with her, so then they just kind of do everything as a team, which is honestly kind of romantic if you think about it. It's adorable. Yes. I mean... I just can't wait till they're in that fucking stupid yeah. flying Winnebago. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Zed, Zed actually gets the love potion taken out of him at one point, and then he still loves Rita, which, like, Aww. yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, we cut to Fenster, who's like, all right, back on my fucking game. This is the best. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to make so a bunch excited. of these old monsters. And he just chucks a bunch of monsters into the Monstermatic. But he specifically says he's going to recreate monsters. He does say yeah. that. Yeah, old ones. Because we got. I mean, they're not going to make a new monster. This is Power Rangers. Don't be stupid. Well, yeah, but you'd think Finster, considering how excited he is that he finally gets to do his thing again, would maybe try something new. But he's like, nope. Rita wants all the old monsters to be her wedding guests. So we, I don't know. We get Rita sneaking into Zed's room, and she, she just fucking. This machine is not secured or anything. It's just a bunch of vials and shit, and she just pours the love potion in. Mm Hmm. Because then that goes through his tubes, and then that goes through his whole skin circulatory system or whatever. Gross. I don't <laughs> like that thought at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is a disturbing... Uh... What about that is a disturbing, Zach? I mean, yeah, it's just the... Th- do you think if... Okay. Do you think that... Okay, so Zed's vascular system is exposed, Right. I guess. If sure. you, I don't if, think that's his vascular system. I think that's a separate system. You think he has like an exo? Like I think, like I think he muscles? still also has like blood vessels and shit. He's just oh, also I don't got this like extra. That. He's just got this extra worse. piping. Okay, gross. I, I, I was going to ask if you just bleed. threw alcohol on him, would he get drunk? Because he's just exposed, <laughs> right? Like, wouldn't he just? Couldn't you just throw booze at him? I think so. I think yeah, that would work. Yeah, I think that would work. I haven't, okay, I haven't watched this. Well, second no, I mean, half his of this. veins aren't like open. I don't know a lot mm. about how blood works, but I think you got to get well, in. Well, you vein. can get drunk if you put alcohol up your butt. That's true. Yeah, but that gets into your system like like a different way. Like your intestines absorb it and put it into your bloodstream. Okay, that's true. That's your okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. How did how do we move from that to <laughs> alcohol up the butt? Well, because Zach's a monster. 
Kids, yeah. don't put alcohol up your butt under yeah. any circumstances. I've seen that episode of Law and Order SVU. It's I know it's a bad thing. Very dangerous. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah. Then the monsters show up, and that's. I mean, that's it. Like it's a bunch of. Well, no, it's not. That's not it. That's oh. not it. Hold on. Hold on. Let's not let's not skim over the the fucking bullshit that happens in the last like 30 seconds of yeah, this. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, there's a lot to unpack there. So the rangers are up on a balcony, I guess, mm-hmm. cuz they're just they're they they're staying they're put for alpha. The but, yeah, they're staying put for alpha, but they're they're still like wandering around the theater this whole time, like in I guess ignoring the demonic clown heads. <laughs> um and then monsters show up on either side of them, and they're basically surrounded. And Tommy goes, "Guys, we we just don't have a we we've got no room to maneuver up here. Everybody, jump off the balcony!" <laughs> and we get we get the stud actors jumping off the balcony one at a time. Which, by the way, the re- the way I thought this was going to go down and how they were going to discuss the no powers part was like they were all going to jump yeah. off the balcony and be like, oh, man, my legs, that really hurt. I, I literally <laughs> was like, are they just going to break their fucking legs? Like- <laughs> that, I was expecting either that or that they couldn't because it almost seems like they do like a super jump off the balcony. I was going to be yeah. like, OK, do they, do they like try and jump and realize, hey, what? why can't we jump? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I thought they were I mean, going these- for. These characters are superhuman as it is, so you know that's true. true. They are ninjas, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So Wait, they're but they, not ninjas yet. They land and they get surrounded by the monsters, and the monsters kind of introduce themselves, like, "Hey, remember me? I'm boo boo boo. I'm the beam monster. I'm the armadillo monster." Yeah, the knew I was coming back for this episode, and he wanted. I wish, I wish he said his name was Herba Dubba Dubba Dubba. Make me really happy. What, 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 what they do say is even better because one of them says, "Okay, other monsters, yes. it's time for the song," and they all start singing a song. Oh, that... I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot. How nice to see you again! <laughs> I just love tearful reunion. You remember me, don't you? Hey, monsters, let's sing along to the song. There's two videos. Let's teleport out. Right. <laughs> Something's wrong. It's not working, Tommy. Pathetic rangers, you're all doomed. <laughs> What's up with that song? We'll just have to fight everybody. Call on your weapons. Huh? Power sword. Huh? No weapons either. Poor little rangers, they're all doomed. <sighs> what are we gonna do? <laughs> and I... I can't make out what the song is supposed to be because, like, the rangers talk over it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a dumb song anyway. We probably don't really want to hear it. Although, Eric, please still put the audio in the episode. But like. While this demonic song is going on, uh, Tommy's just like, okay, Rangers, let's just fucking bail. Yeah, they, <laughs> let's just leave. They, they try to teleport, and, like, their morphers fizzle, and they don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-oh, we can't teleport. That's not good. Mm-hmm. Let's try summoning our power weapons. And that doesn't work either. We actually get this great shot of Rocky, like, like throwing his arm up into the air and saying, <laughs> just like, power, power sword! sword. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. You know what they don't try to do is use the fucking guns that they already have. God damn More it. to the point, Tommy doesn't pull out Saba. Or Saba yeah. be like, yo, Tommy, I'm right here. I can shoot lasers from my eyes and cut people up real good. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> you, you should use yeah, wait, me for those. Wait, what does Tommy try and summon? He doesn't have a power weapon. Does he, he just not, stands there. Does he, he just, can, he not, can he not pull Saba out of the sheath or something? Yeah, it won't It won't work. I. It's just Oh my super... god, the button won't work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so... That's it. I did forget there was a song. You can't really make it out, but no. they do start singing for no apparent reason. Like, did they rehearse this? I don't... 
And does they, the song have a function? Like, is that what's know. preventing them it's, from I guess leaving? It's the evil. Or? We're gonna kill the ranger song. Are they, I think they might still be singing it at the beginning of part two. I don't remember. I hope so. I hope so. Because it's that's, incredible. That's creepy. Also, Mike, are you retweeting bunny pictures while we're doing ah! this episode? <laughs> <laughs> Zach? Zach? Is Zach. he ever not posting bunny <laughs> we, pictures? We There are members of this podcast that look at <laughs> porn while we're recording. There are members okay. of this podcast that wait until we've started recording to watch the episode we're discussing. I guess Let I'm me browse also Twitter. on Twitter, and that's yeah, how I, I was know. Say, so. I was like, you're kind of out of yourself there, too. <laughs> I can't really say anything. Anyway, uh, so that's the episode, part one of three. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good setup. We'll see where it goes from here. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of boring just because the Rangers literally don't do anything. But, like, it's clearly an episode devoted more towards the villains, what's going on with them, which is the pretty st- cool. The Australia stuff is useless. Pointless. Like, yeah. it has no purpose. But mm-hmm. what, especially since they don't even fight in Australia. They get exactly. teleported it's, back. It's nonsense. Mm-hmm. It is refreshing to see Rita back, though. Oh, yes. yes. I'm glad Rita's back. I'm excited for Rita plus Zed. It's better than either of them apart. So that that's exciting. But yeah, it's kind of... I like the last... Like, I like all the stuff with Rita, basically. And, and all then, the stuff with Evil Alphas, I found to be fantastic. Yes, and all the stuff with the Rangers is kind of whatever. Hopefully yeah. it will pick up a little bit. The two three-parters often lag a little. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. For now, let's do some questions from listeners. How about mm. that? Um, right. If you have a question, you can send us to a... Blah, 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 blah. If you have a question, <laughs> you can send it to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter... Uh, Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group, or you can check out our, or send it to our email, uh, teenswithtude at gmail.com. I, I, I did it. I got them all out. Okay. So, um, let's see. First question. Let me pull up my notifications and then I can do that mm-hmm. oh, for Lord. you all. I had them and then I don't know what You're bad happened. At this. I'm so Cause, bad cause at this Because you navigated part. Twitter to, to, to fucking spy oh, on your, your right. panelists. I had, some, I had some shit on you first. So, okay, yeah. fine. Yeah, I mean, the, hey, what else is new? <laughs> if, if you oh, folks noticed oh. that we, we hit that 100-episode milestone and immediately stopped pretending we liked each other? <laughs> now we're falling apart immediately, yeah. Uh, so I still Matt, like all of you. Shut Aww. up! Shut the fuck up, Greg. Sit down. <laughs> That was very rude. So Matt on Twitter asks a relevant question. Who would win in a magic duel, Flabber or Alpha 5, with his Christmas magic? Son of a bitch. I mean, that really depends on... Okay, well, here's the thing. Does Alpha have the gun he shot Goldar with? Presumably, all year round, Alpha has morphing grid powers. Yeah, but is that magic? Wait, 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 wait. What's this about a gun he shot Goldar with? Yeah, it was in the episode you missed. When did that happen? This last is week. episode last, last week's episode. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, excuse me for not Princess. knowing about it. So here's Fuck. the thing, though. Flabber's powers seem to be manipulating the very fabric of reality, though. He's basically an evil djinn. Yeah. Like, but Alpha could kind of do that, too, with Morphin Grid powers. He, yeah. 
And with Chris and with and with the Christmas powers, didn't he like teleport kids from all over the world or something? Like that's pretty reality warping. The th- the thing is though, like Alpha has to use some sort of like I get like super science is what's basically going on with him. We we've had Flabber actually pull stuff from the second dimension into the third dimension. Right. <laughs> yeah. Flabber Flabber like he he tur- he turned like comic book villains real for shits and giggles. Yeah. Like he like let's let's be clear. Flabber had to be sealed away. Like I think I think right. he's explicitly evil and he just he's his powers seem to have no limits. He seems Okay, well, it does. It does he's have a genie, one genie, right? Is he yeah. a ghost or a genie? He's he's a ghost, but they treat it like he's a genie. Okay, and his he seems to be operating under like fucking like Jim Carrey the mask rules, where like as long as what he's doing is funny, and I'm putting funny in air quotes here because he's terrible, <laughs> but like as long as what he's doing is quote unquote funny, he can do literally anything. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, then that that answers the question for yeah. me. So. Uh, he also asks, do you think Superman can outrun the Flash? And I don't know anything about that shit. I have no idea. No. 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 The Flash can run back in time. Yeah. Yeah. If if the Flash can't outrun Superman, then there's no point to the Flash. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's a whole episode about this. Here's, here's things, here's things the Flash has beaten in a race. Time. Death. Death. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. That's fair. Okay, fair, fair. Mind you, Superman has flown, if we look at the first Superman movie, he's flown back, made the Earth go backwards. To yeah, be but we're not talking about flight. Time. We're not talking about flight. If we talk about uh, flight, that's a, whole, that's a whole thing entirely. We're talking okay. two feet on the ground, running as fast as Superman possibly can. The Flash is okay. just like, huh, yawn, I think I'll, I'll just take a nice casual jog. Whoops, I'm a thousand years in the past. Yeah. I think if Superman even stand a chance, he would need to be like Superman one million or whatever, like the crazy powerful Superman is. I forget what it's called. Right. Oh, like, like uh, All Star Superman, something yeah. like that. So yeah. this is yeah. this is not new territory, but it's something people like have pointed out many, many, many times. Is is it, like at least in the comics, DC's The Flash is is basically just God. He can do he can, anything. Yeah, anything with speed. Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what it is he's trying to do. He can just run fast at it and solve the problem. Although I don't know if he can change history. Because, like, isn't there a whole thing about how the reverse Flash can change history and he can't? Because the reverse Flash is powered by the speed force that the Flash gives off. And so that lets him do stuff the Flash can't. Fucking, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Aren't there, like, multiple reverse Flashes because, of course? Yeah, I don't know. but there's, there's a, so many Flashes. Well, there's, there's Dr. Zoom and reverse yeah. Flash. And Eobarthon. Yeah. And listen, Matt, I don't remember if that's the guy who asked the question. Shoot this over to all along the Watchtower. They'll probably yeah, have something more for you than we can answer yeah. it better for you. I'm sorry. But I say yes, because otherwise, as Luke said, then what the fuck? Well, Let's there's also it. that one famous comic panel where it's like, for some reason, Superman and the Flash are like trying, like Superman's trying to get somewhere before the Flash can because they're having some kind of disagreement because comic books are all about superheroes fighting each other now. Right. And <laughs> like... Superman's just like, hey, Flash, man, I could probably beat you there. I mean, we've raced before, and I won some of those races. And it's just, the Flash just zooms away and says, Clark, those were for charity. And it's just, <laughs> boom, he's gone. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, let's see. Alexander asks, uh, what are your thoughts on the Blade Runner sequel coming out? Also, does Blade Runner have the best soundtrack ever? Blade Runner soundtrack is dope. This is accurate. It is good. 
so hypothetically, I think you could make a good Blade Runner sequel. Okay. I have, I haven't really kept up with this one. I don't know if it will be a good Blade Runner sequel, but I'm not like inherently opposed to the idea. Let me ask all y'all: Do you guys like Blade Runner? Is yeah, it? yeah, it's so cool. I've never seen Blade Runner. I've it's never good. seen it either. Yeah. Okay. It's, I, it's good. I, I literally took a class in college where we were supposed to watch Blade Runner, and I forgot. <laughs> and I still played it off like I had seen Blade I've, Runner. I've seen. I had to watch Blade Runner three times before I could finish Blade Runner because it's very slow. But so, I, you watched the director's cut, though, Zach? I know there's something the with the turtle. Yeah. Yes. And there's also yes. like a bunch of different cuts, and that's very confusing. I to watched me. the final cut, which came out a couple years ago. Yeah. Okay. So I, my dad put it on, and I was like, eh, I'm not in the mood for like an action movie. And it's as not it, that. Right, right. That's as, for sure. as it continued yeah. to go, it became more and more clear that it was like this moody, noir, like slow paced, like yeah. cerebral thing. And he got less and less interested, and I got more and more interested. Sure. See, see, that makes sense because the class I did, I was supposed to watch for, was one about one about film noir and like its ramifications yeah. today. Yeah. And I, again, I don't want to. I feel like someone's going to yell at me on Twitter. I have, I've not seen no. Blade Runner. I would love to see Blade Runner. It looks like a fantastic film. No, okay. The thing is, you say I would love to see it. You can just go see it. Like, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I just haven't thought, like, you know what? I'm going to watch Blade Runner. It's on my finish, list. I have a list of movies. You can finish this podcast and you could just watch it. I could. I, I could. I'll, it's not my favorite movie. I, I yeah. think it's it's kind of. I feel like not that much happens in that movie, but that's fine because it looks incredible and the soundtrack is fantastic. That said, because I don't care that much about the plot in Blade Runner, sure. Just use that same aesthetic and I'll be down. Like, whatever. I'll watch also, that also. Also, I'm, always, I'm generally happy when Harrison Ford gets work. Eh. D- did you guys see that gif of yes. him at, com- at this most recent Comic-Con? Where he was asked, is it your goal to uh, reboot every franchise you've ever been a part of? And he said, you're goddamn right it is. Yeah. <laughs> Which is I... about the only answer you could give. Listen, mm-hmm. I... Someone needs to make Air Force 2... Where, hear me out, Harrison Ford has become the, like, in, in his retirement, what's what's his, like, big issue going to be now that he's a retired president? Ah, nothing. He's just going to be the chief of Secret Service because he's so good at that stuff. So okay. he gets put on detail on Air Force Two to defend the vice president and shit goes bad. <laughs> okay. Yes, I am down with this. That sounds good. While, while you were making that joke, I, I had to look up what Air Force Two was. Like, by the time you got to it, I was like, oh, okay. I see what you're I, I, mean, I, I mostly it. just mean it as a sequel to Air Force One. Yeah, for a second no, I you, thought you, you meant there it, was though. a movie. Like, that is that is literally just like it's just the vice president's thing. Yeah, right. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ma- there's Marine One, which is the helicopter that mm-hmm. the president's on. Also, right. I think that isn't technically Air Force One just whatever plane the president is yes. on. There's okay. like there's an airplane he uses, but any airplane ha- that has the president is designated as Air Force One. Okay. Huh, I didn't know that. That's yeah, it's not. It, there is like his plane, but then yeah, there, yeah. I I I seem to recall that. I learned uh, something new today. Hooray! <laughs> so uh, my only thing is these reboots and sequels to, to series and classic movies from like decades past. Yeah, have been real bad lately, and there yeah. have been a lot of them. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, my issue would be more. That is a like cash grab because they're out of ideas and just want to hope that people 
still like Blade Runner enough to pay money for something with Blade Runner written on it. Mm-hmm. So I would have I'm skeptical that they're gonna bother making an interesting movie that like uh, like reflects on the ideas in Blade Runner and does something interesting with them. But that could happen. In like that's not an impossibility. Sure, yeah. I like Indiana Jones four. Yeah, that's because you're a shit person. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I don't think Indiana. To be fair to Zach, I don't think Indiana Jones Four is that bad. People I like hate it so yeah. much. It's not great. No, it's not. It's, it's a, nowhere near the other movies. But I just don't think it's as bad as the hate it gets. Eh, no, it's pretty bad. Wait, which one I missed it? What are we talking? Crystal Skull. Indiana Jones Four. Skull. I said I liked it. And There's everybody... parts of it that are okay. I mean, yeah. I think, I think people dump on Shia LaBeouf in that movie when he is not that movie's problem. No, he's no. fine yeah. in that movie. Uh, I do like the, the chase scene with the motorcycle and at yeah, the that university. That's very Indiana Jones. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's really the high point of the movie. Yeah. There's good stuff in it. I just don't think it gets deserved. I think it says something the that the high point of the Indiana Jones movie, it has nothing to do with ruins or Nazis. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, it's tough when you do these reboots that are this far out. They're, I'm trying to think. I know that there have been them that work, but I can't. I'm trying to have. I mean, 21 Jump Street, but that one kind of is a joke on it. Like, it's actually a very bad reboot of 21 Jump Street. Yeah, it has nothing to do with 21 Jump Street, really. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of struggling to come up with one. I know they happen. I just they the happen, duck, yeah. The, duck, the DuckTales reboot looks pretty good. Yeah, that one looks DuckTales right. reboot does look pretty good. That's true. They got a um, crazy cat. But that's because it has such... So that's the other thing is, like, some of the stuff that's happening now, is hap- especially cartoons are happening because of the nostalgia for them, and right. so they're able to get, like, crazy talent. So, sure, right. But then they're generally bad, is the thing. Yeah, like, the Powerpuff um, Girls reboot, uh, oh God, the, ben, yeah. the Ben 10 reboot, to me. The Samurai Jack reboot started off good. Well, Ben 10's been rebooted, like, seven times or something, hasn't it? Well, yeah. those were sequel series. This one is uh, legitimately like, hey, we're going back to the start. Uh, Luke, did the Samurai Jack reboot end bad? Oh, it got so dumb at the end. Oh, no. It did get oh, no. kind of well, dumb, yeah. Pe- it, people generally liked it for the most part. They just hated the ending was oh, the thing. Oh, um, that's No, I hated, like, I, I hated the episodes leading up to the ending enough that I didn't bother watching the last episode. Oh, I never got around to it. That's really sad. Je- oh, Zach, let, let me hit you with this. Uh, to give you a hint, because that show was on Adult Swim, so they could get away with some, some more adult content. There is a scene where Does Samuel Jack fuck? Uh, oh, okay, yes, but that's that part mm. is not even the issue. Yeah. It's okay. the way they present the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> because in the scene where like he's falling in oh. love with the woman he's gonna bone down on, there is a moment where they are in a crowded train, and she says she can feel something poking into her, and the camera pans down to show the hilt of his sword poking into her side at erection level. That's a bad joke. That's not good. (laughs) I will admit, I, because I, like you, Luke, I watched the the Samurai Jack reboot from first episode to the end. Yeah. And I loved, I want to say it was the first four episodes, four or five. Yeah, I would say around the point he gets his sword back is when it starts going bad. Yeah, I was was expecting that... that they were going to draw out him getting the sword back a little bit more. Yeah. Well, because the first few episodes set up this awesome, like, shift in the status quo, 
and it's really interesting and like, wow, these characters have changed while they've been gone. But then it was it, dark. Yeah, yeah. But then they spend like two episodes just resetting everything. It's like, oh, everything's yeah. back to normal. We were joking. Don't worry about it. Ah, that's a bummer. Yeah, it's yeah. sad too because I love Gandhi Tartakovsky. Yeah, sure. yeah, he's great. Even that's his, also, Clone War, his Clone Wars is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, slight confession here too. Never seen any of Samurai Jack, so I should get um, on. That. Samurai Jack is I very would recommend good. It. Yeah. yeah, it's a very um, slow, quiet show for the most part. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I got one more. Uh, Dylan asks, are you guys excited for the new Dragon Ball Z fighting game? Yes, I am. Hell yes! (laughs) I think it looks pretty good. I don't know if we need to talk about it that much. That is one of my most anticipated games right now. uh, Luke, I've been literally watching the, like, three... um, uh, uh, game footage videos they put out, like, on loop. At work, yeah. when I, I'm I just haven't bored. been because I don't want to get burned out on it, but yeah. I'm, well, it's ul- three characters out of, or six characters out of what's going to be like 30, so I, I'm right. sure that the, the seven because so, they announced Trunks. Yeah, they did announce yeah. Trunks. Uh, yes. So I, I have no real history with the Dragon Ball universe. I mean, I've seen bits and pieces. Sure. And I don't really have any like love for fighting games, but like mm. watching what they've managed to do as far as like making a 3D like game look like a 2d image oh yeah like like, that is fucking stunning yeah like everyone was amazed when they came out with uh the last guilty gear because that was the first time they used that like uh style where it looks like a sprite based game and then you trigger a special and the camera swivels around your character and it reveals that it was 3d all along and everyone just lost their fucking minds yeah and the, the coolest thing to me about that game is like the it Everything that the characters can do looks totally natural for things that that would be in a fighting game. Yeah, like none of it is crazy or, or like doesn't make sense or whatever. Right, right, right. But but also, I'm pretty sure every single attack in that game, at least that they've shown so far, is something that the characters did in the show, even yeah. if it's only once. Which is yeah, crazy. I think you're right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but I will say, what's what makes this a bit more impressive than the Guilty Gear one, although the Guilty Gear is super impressive. Yeah, it's one thing to make an effective engine that like can recreate 2D images with a 3D system. Right. It's a whole other thing to specifically recreate the look of right. Yeah, an animated yeah. series that everyone has like seen tons and tons of. Like, there's yeah. a specific look to Dragon Ball Z. And to fucking nail that is just bananas. The only thing about it that I'm like, and I get it, and it's not actually like a problem, it's just a preference thing. Because they're trying to make a good fighting game, they're not like getting ridiculous with the kinds of things the characters can do. Like, I. Oh, there's some ridiculous stuff that the characters can do. (laughs) No, like there's supers and stuff, but I'm talking about like, like I used to really like the Dragon Ball Z Budokai games on PS2 because that was shit where like, you do this combo with Frieza and his ship comes down and transforms him into Mecha Frieza and now he's Mecha Frieza and you just have to deal with that. Or like, you know, Captain Ginyu can literally do the thing where you let them beat you up for a while and then you switch bodies with them. Yeah, which is a but- horseshit move that should not be allowed in like a well-balanced fighting right, game. Right, they're trying to make a good video game is the problem. Right, they're trying to make a good video game with a Dragon Ball aesthetic as opposed yeah. to making a... Like, game that is 100%. I don't even want to say not a good Dragon Ball game, because it is a good Dragon Ball game. It's just not good in the specific way I would prefer it to, but it still sure. looks great. I, I, um, Luke, give me your team. Um, it's three, it's three, three people. 
like on a, a tag. Just in the Dragon Ball that canon. That you want to play when you get your hands on this game. Okay, uh, Super Boo. Um, like the one after he's eaten, like, Gotenks. Okay. So he's got yeah. the vest and the really that long antenna. That one's a good one. I really like that. Um, let me think. Uh, launch. He's not going to okay, be in this launch game. Launch is not going to be in it, but <laughs> Listen, go ahead. you said Eddie. That's a callback. Holy <laughs> cow. Um, and let's go with, uh, uh, Dodoria. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. See, that's the thing that, like, uh, that's the other thing that I'm going to be slightly disappointed about, is I love it when those Dragon Ball games have the most obscure of bullshit every character characters. who's ever appeared in the Which show. Is, like, you can't do that and make Dodoria. a well-balanced game, and I get that, but I will yeah. be sad when I can't play as, like, you know, Tao Pei-Pei. <laughs> Yeah, the other thing about balance versus being faithful to the show is like you you're going to be able to be Krillin and beat Frieza like right. because oh, of, yeah, because yeah. he can't they can't just put him in the game and then he can't ever win like that I mean, would be fair, stupid. Dragon Ball Super is doing that also. Master Roshi's just fighting Frieza's minions like it's nothing. Uh, yeah, that's true. I forgot. I mean, you kind of have to do that. I mean, kind of getting back to the the DC universe discussion for a little bit, like watching fucking Injustice and like seeing the Scarecrow beat anyone. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. they actually give a reason for that, and it's not a good one, mm-hmm. but they do do it. <laughs> yeah, can, I, can, I, can I do a quick Injustice 2 thing real quick? Yeah, go like, for it. I don't, I don't understand why in the first Injustice they go through this whole thing to say, okay, everyone who doesn't have superpowers takes these pills, and then that makes them super strong and super durable so they can fight Superman. That makes sense. And then in Justice 2, they don't mention them at all. But no, like the new people, like freaking Captain Cold, like goes up against like, I don't know, Supergirl or something. And then they just don't <laughs> reference the pills at all. <laughs> okay. So is that the reason why that's yeah, in the first game? Yeah. Okay. They have like See, nano machine I was, I was hoping everyone had their own unique solution. And I was going to say Scarecrow is releasing a low level of his fear toxin that you're just afraid oh, no, of. That is him. explicitly what he's doing. He releases yeah. a toxin and he turns into like a demon scarecrow with like yeah, a book. So, so, so I understand. I'm saying for why he can like beat up Superman that like Superman is like subconsciously afraid of him in a way that like makes him not able to fight it 100%. That'd be cool. I do think what they did with Scarecrow is neat, though, because he mm. looks like a demon man and yeah. you're like, that's not Scarecrow. Oh, it's because of the gas. Okay, right, that's right. right. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so... Uh, I, I, mine is definitely gonna be like, Yamcha, Mr. <laughs> Satan, and Krillin because oh. I want to win every team, every game am, with that team. I am team. so. If they don't have Mr. Satan as a playable character, Zach, they is he gonna have won't. a jetpack? He has yeah, to have a jetpack. The, like the old Dragon Ball games. Well, but is it? But is it flying though? It looks like it's strictly. Yeah, like yeah. I don't think he really it. fly. Yeah. Oh, well. I, but can he get a rocket launcher? <laughs> Yeah, that's the best part of Mr. Satan in the old Dragon Ball games is he just had a bunch of weapons so that he could use long-distance moves like everybody else. It was awesome. I want to be like the guy that shot Majin Buu's dog. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's it. This was silly. I just wanted to go on some tangents. Uh, So check out Audio Entropy. Uh, You can find fun podcasts like D-Comedy with Lucas uh, or um, War and Beast with Greg or Going Pear-Shaped with Mike or many, many things with Luke. Luke, do you want to... Give us and a- Warren Beast doesn't oh. have me on it, so Greg can actually get a word in edgewise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's like Cosmic Call, there's Let Me Tell You About Homestuck, there's Totally Reprise, which, uh, yeah, there's all sorts of good stuff. Go over to twitch.tv slash video entropy and watch us play role-playing games on Saturday nights, usually. 
that's a fun time. And also, uh, my wife and I are in still starting up our podcast. Uh, we got a couple suggestions, but if you have a suggestion for a topic you would like to know more about that is adult-ish, and I don't mean sex, I mean like how to, <laughs> you know, have a house or, or do your laundry or something you that really you want to- need to come up with a different way to describe yeah. these things. I, like, mm-hmm. I say, but, okay. Uh, adult well, maybe? Yes, sure. If you want to know how to adult well about a specific topic, uh, send me a tweet on the Teenagers I mean, with Attitude. Hearing that Mike doesn't know much about Dragon Ball makes me really want to do a Dragon Ball podcast with him. Yeah, I that'd will be good. do one with you. Luke, I will let you tell me about Dragon Ball. If that's oh, really God, you can't. You just said the words. That was bad. But sorry, if you have a, a suggestion for a topic uh, that you would want to hear me and my wife talk about, Send it to us at Teens with Dude on Twitter. And Sorry, I was just going to say, by the time that you guys hear this, it'll be August, so that'll be D Comedy's uh, one year anniversary. So we're going to do a big, we're going to do Ooh, a big yeah. special. Nice. Yeah, so we're doing. I, I'll have the new episode up where we announce it out by the time people hear this. So we're going to do uh, Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century, which is oh, one of yes. one of our most requested ones. I, Eric, I know you edit this, and I know you want us to do Brink, but we're saving that for a rainy day. Don't worry, it'll happen. It, that's the one with Clarissa, right? Uh, no. Xenon? Oh, who's the lady? Uh, no, that's the that one that was like that shooter that everyone was really excited for because it was like class-based and had a lot of like parkour, but then it turned that's out it wasn't actually a very good game. <laughs> <laughs> No, who's okay. the actress in Xenon? I thought it was somebody. It's, I believe, it's Kirsten Storms who does uh, Bonnie on Kim Possible. Is what you would know her? I think. Okay, sure. All right. For I some reason, I thought it was. Hang on. I can't. Be- I can't believe you brought up Br- Brink. Haunts me to this day. <laughs> oh, see, I love thinking about Brink because I saw that game. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. It doesn't look that good, and everyone thought it was crazy. <laughs> and then hang it came on. out, and I was right. Oh Jesus! Uh, wait, hang on a second. <sighs> Yeah, it's Kirsten Storms. I'm good. Okay. All right. I was worried, I, don't know I was worried Eric was going to have to edit it so I didn't look like an idiot. No, <laughs> so I'm like, he wouldn't I'm do the, that. I'm no, the no, idiot. No, uh, I was going to make him do it because I can't have a Disney Channel podcast and not know who plays Xenon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, come back next week when we continue the wedding and for power up. Uh, oh, God. Oh, wow. For Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Mike. I've been Luke. I've been Greg. And I've been Lucas. And may the power protect you always. Fuck you. (laughs) Fair. Howdy, everybody. Zach here. Uh, No, not that Zach, a different one. I, um, I host a show on audio intro... Mm, okay. I'm the Zach whose podcast is about brightly colored heroes who fight... Okay, I hear it. I hear what I'm saying. I'm the Zach who can drink water. There we go. Got it. Okay. So I've been asked to weigh in on this Superman v. Flash foot race debate by Eric. And as host of All Along the Watchtower, a DCAU podcast, I gotta say the TWA crew totally got it right everything uh flash would absolutely beat superman very easily uh the they called out the scene from the flash rebirth which is awesome uh that scene not the comic comic pretty bad skip it 
And yeah, I mean, it's not even really up for debate. Flash is way faster than Superman in every single way. Only real correction I got is uh, Flash can absolutely change the past. That's how Flashpoint happened, and also, therefore, the New 52. So, if you want to blame the bad five-year period of DC Comics between the New 52 and last year, blame it on Barry Allen. He sucks. Uh, if you want more wonderful insights like this, uh, tune in to All Along the Watchtower. It's uh, another podcast here on the Audio Entropy Network. We're rewatching the DC Animated Universe show by show because we looked at the other rewatch podcasts and said, that's cool. What if we did six shows at the same time? Uh, we got new episodes Wednesdays, and uh, this week we have the first appearance of Darkseid, which is a pretty big deal. Anyways, uh, sorry for intruding, and uh, go back to your regularly scheduled Power Rangers. Bye. Say the Joker to the thief.